0: Oh, Oh, God, Jesus, I have 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 lost control of this podcast. I mean,
1: you know, hopefully if that takes off, you could be making serious money off him. Oh, yeah, that is more. Yeah.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I'm Andy Treffenbach. Jeremy Jones. Joshua Lightfoot. Patrick ward Roger Henderson,
2: Yana Lightfoot,
0: and today we are going to be recapping Late Night Greenhouse turns twelve, which was our twelve-year celebration where we did twelve hours of movie mystery. Is that how I should say it? Not movie at mystery? All. No? mystery? No, mystery movie marathon? No, no. the no. event's done. I've already purged all creativeness. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, Andrew, I understand. <laughs> yeah,
2: mystery madness.
0: There we go. Yeah, okay. cinema madness. Cinemani- that What yeah, I said. Cinemaniacs. maniacs. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what everybody got blessed with. Uh, they, we'll find out who everybody's number is uh, oh, later I don't on. Oh, fucking know. Oh. Uh- <laughs> I know what is. Uh, I fucked up. 25? I remember you saying you wanted sixty nine, and no,
1: eyeball sold fifty. I saw him do that. Yeah, he yeah. By my loop? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll be talking about it. If you didn't make it out to St. Louis, you know, hopefully you can kind of live vicariously through our conversations. We also had
1: and also talk about the decisions you made to yeah, show these films.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, I won't talk about everything I cut because it, it was kind of a weird process. But we'll get into it. Some of you ask questions on Instagram and Facebook and in our Discord, which is a great time to talk about all of our social media. You can uh, join that Discord server at (coughs) discord.destroythebrain.com. You can also find us on Twitter at DTBHorror. You can find us on Instagram at DestroyTheBrain. And yeah, DestroyTheBrain.com is our website that never gets updated because I'm lazy. And what else? What else? What else? Oh, Facebook facebook.com slash destroy the brain uh you can find us there or in this case facebook.com slash late night grindhouse l-a-t-e-n-i-t-e grindhouse.com okay that's that's enough are you okay are you wheezing
1: yeah because it's like (laughs) fuck man i know i know you have
0: to (laughs) that's why the there is a funny joke i don't know if everybody heard it but like if i get water bottles made Maybe it should just be like, destroy the brain presents water.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it's the best option. Yeah. The ones I don't
0: think it's bad. <laughs> All right. So if you are not in the St. Louis area, late night Grindhouse is a theatrical program that, uh, originally I came up with, uh, with the partnership of high point theater and Brian Ross, who took a chance on the late night Grindhouse program. I just basically asked him in 2010, which is when we started. I'm like, Hey, you want to show weird movies? I can get Evil Dead. And he's like, yeah, sure. That'll do well. And that's when Late Night Grindhouse was born. It wasn't... It was close to monthly, but it wasn't... uh It didn't turn monthly until... It was... May. You ran through at least June. November. Yeah. Yeah, but I think there was one month we missed. Anyway... Um what's nice is we're working on a digital archive of all the flyers some of those were provided by Josh and uh we had a binder out on the table uh for the celebration and it was rather nice to kind of flip through and uh even though there were small errors on my part but it was a rush job <laughs> But uh, I think people really enjoyed just kind of looking through all the flyers for the past 12 years. And they're like, oh, you showed this. You showed this. Because what's funny is, like, even though we definitely have a couple of people or a few people, a group, I don't know, of people who have been around for the whole 12 years, there's still definitely a lot of new people um, even new to just like they only know it from the pair. I mean,
1: it's a constant change in venue, so... Right, right. You get different eyes on it every time. Um, I have started going in June 2010 at the Beyond. Yeah. Um,
0: Which was the if second somebody show.
1: somebody had done a better job of advertising Evil Dead was a new print <laughs> at the time, I <laughs> totally would have been there.
4: I, I passed <laughs> out about, flyers. What uh,
1: anyone else? Josh, Jana, when it was your first time? Uh, uh, first so, times. I... I saw the flyer
5: for Evil Dead at because of course you um, did at the Contamination Convention. Oh, and then that's when I like started collecting the flyers. But the first late night right now show I went to was Evil Dead Two, right. and that was in I think November of 2010 okay yeah and um i actually you you guys saw that i just made like a list of all the movies that Uh, show
0: maniac was november so it must have been october oh yeah yeah, it was october yeah
5: because like i said i just made a list yeah yeah my letterboxd of all the movies and where it took a lot of research right We'll, we'll share it in the show notes okay um but yeah the uh you you weren't able to find all the flyers, right? And how many did you have to like recreate? I,
0: I can't even tell you. Oh, it, it was like it was probably about twenty to twenty five, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. And like, of course, I print them and then I find all the inaccuracies. But it, like, there's some flyers from the moolah that say Marcus Theaters, <laughs> and some from the High Point that like the the brutal honesty of is, I didn't keep a good ar- archive of everything. But also, there were shows that I didn't make flyers for because, you know, I, I didn't I didn't book it far enough in advance mm-hmm. to, like, have the flyers like, I don't know what we're showing next month. We're flying by the seat of our pants. Please keep coming. I, it was one of those things. I guess I just got lucky because I just i just
5: kept like saving them yeah and not knowing that this would kind of turn into a 12 year big deal Gosh, <laughs> trust me I so didn't, i
0: didn't
5: don't think know. we'd last more than five years so i guess that was you know it's just kind of cool like flipping through the history
0: yeah so. yeah no it was a nice physical thing to look at the history it was it was cool
1: yana was evil dead two year first lena greenhouse
2: So it was not. Me and Josh didn't start dating until August 2011, and he didn't realize how much I liked horror movies (laughs) until I got jealous that him and his dad went every month. You could have taken her to see Nightmare. (laughs) Nightmare. On a first date. No, not Nightmare. <laughs> Shark Night 3D.
1: No, I was saying because oh. Nightmare was in the it August... No, 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 but Nightmare oh was the August uh, 2011
0: show. The fact that you know that. Boom. And then
1: Pieces <laughs> was September 2011. It would have
2: been was, Pieces. I take that back. Our first date it was, was September. It was
1: Labor Day weekend, and I was so fucking oh, yeah. hungover for that show. <laughs> uh, Patrick, when was your first late night house So my first...
3: Uh, first, I was actually attending... I, I went to Dead Zone before I ever went to Late Night Grindhouse, so oh, I was a little Stan. bit of
4: a
1: latecomer. Well, you but we're also not living in the St. Louis area.
2: I
3: wasn't, I wasn't. So it was something I'd always heard about, and then once I finally moved into the area, uh, I remember uh, hanging out with you at Dead Zone a few times at Moolah, and you know, I'd heard a lot about Late Night Grindhouse. I knew that you were involved in, you know, the podcast and everything, and My first one would have been whatever the first one that was shown in 2018. Was that Dawn of the Dead or Mm. it was either Dawn of the Dead or Night of the Creeps? Probably Night of
0: the Creeps because I think that was March.
6: There's a
1: lot in 2018 I missed due to work.
0: Yeah, that's also true. Yeah you know, we could
4: look at Josh's thing. Roger, That's when true. was
0: your my uh, <laughs> uh,
1: first Lena
4: Greenhouse? Well, I first heard about it through Patrick, and he uh, no know, knows how much of a huge fan of Dawn of the Dead I am. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, there's a, they're showing this in a movie theater. And I'm like, I would love to go. And then we had plans to go, and then I forgot what came up, but something prevented me. And I think my first actual show was The Changeling. Nice. Oh no! Oh, I I think it was Sleepaway Camp. Wasn't oh, it? I know I saw Sleepaway Camp. Okay. I don't know the order. I can't remember the order yeah. here,
3: but I remember we had a we had a fun time at that one. Yeah, but
4: I remember going to the Changeling, thinking, "Well, this is kind of a not a great midnight movie, but <laughs> right, it's a great <laughs> movie, but <laughs> it's yeah. a great it's <laughs> the experience alone. <laughs> like I'm not gonna pass up because I mean, yeah, how often are you gonna see the Changeling on a in a movie you know movie theater and. You know, driving an hour to go see it is well worth it. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I uh
1: it's easy to point out if you can't tell that we're all here because we went to Late Night Grindhouse.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that's been the coolest thing. Of course, Jeremy had to like fucking rip out my heart. Patrick was the only person I
1: in this room right now. I knew outside of like late night greenhouse.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's funny that I've known you for so long, and it took me so long to go. But, you didn't. You lived. like But I, I know. I, like, I mean, so did he, though. But you but, lived like past where he did, didn't?
1: It? Well, true. I mean, a little bit. I don't like think anyone bit. ever lived past me. Yeah. <laughs> no civilization just stops. I've been there. Right.
0: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we've all met through Late Night Greenhouse, which is yes. fucking
1: wild. Yeah. Um, but back to, so when did this idea for the <laughs> marathon come up?
0: Well, so much like the double features, which didn't start happening until we moved it to pair because the single auditoriums just couldn't do it. Yeah. Didn't um, want to do it. Well, didn't want to do it mainly, but, uh, you know, I also get the logistics of it, um, You know, for whatever, if anybody's got complaints about De it's because you haven't gone, in my opinion.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: I'll hear people be like, oh, I wish you were still in the city. I'm like, I wish I was too. But guess what? There's nowhere in the city that's going to do this. No. And I will tell you that De has been probably the best and most flexible out of Mm -hmm. all three of the theaters. So uh, Uh, now pre-pandemic would would.
5: Marcus or Warenberg, do you think they would have done the program? Um,
0: <laughs> maybe, but I know, I mean, the huge move to DePere was thanks to the Nightmare Shop Boys, mm-hmm. you know, because they worked there and they put in a good word and they're like, hey, people show up for this. So, you know, if we could get it here he's looking for a new home.
1: Josh, do you mean the program itself or do you mean the 12 hour marathon? The program
0: itself. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean like uh, I never would have, I'll be quite honest. I I never saw late night grindhouse working at the pair. Like I figured most of the multiplexes would not give a damn to do it. Um, But I'm glad it works at the pair because what's nice about it, like just on a very basic level there's 14 auditoriums. They only need to worry about 13 auditoriums. Like uh, when we do our late night grand house shows, it's pretty much automated. Mm -hmm. It's like, yep, we're probably going to get a guarantee of like 70 people Mm -hmm. um, per night, hopefully. And, you know, even if it's like 50 people, it's still no, no, no offense to the pair, but like, that's, you typically see the other screening or the other auditoriums and they're not full. Right. They're like maybe 20 people. So
5: do you think they're looking at this and being like, Hey, this is like working. This yeah. Is really doing really yeah,
0: good. Yeah, I mean, they, they're very, number one, they're appreciative because all the attendees do a great job with the staff. Mm. Like, you know, people tip right at the bar. I saw, I, I like saw a peak of some customer who was like a regular customer and you only tip a dollar on like a fucking $20 bill or like, yeah, it was some 20 or $30 bill. I'm like, oh, that's shitty. But we take care of them. Like I've had the bar staff come up and they're like, no, everybody's great. Everybody always tips us more. So
5: I remember when like when I was working at the movie theater at the time yeah. and then you do the, the PSA uh, when you were at the high point and you're literally telling the audience to shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> I was just like, when I was working at for Warenberg, I was like, there is no way they would ever do anything like this.
6: I
0: figured I would get some pushback, but quite honestly, they've been pretty flexible. However, like I don't necessarily say, Hey guys, I want to play Campbell Holocaust, you know? <laughs> yeah, know, like I know, I kind of know my limits. And while Although, I would, when I worked there, uh, This we showed faces of death. Right, right. (laughs) Which was from your Blu-ray. Wasn't it? (laughs) It was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I
1: actually went
0: to that back in 2010. (laughs) Um, I remember that because it was like right when I started my program, like, really? Come on. Like, now you're going to start doing this.
1: (laughs) You know, each each um, move has a really different feel to it. Yeah. And I think some are. I don't know if any are bad necessarily i think they're good like the high point is for those who don't know this historic theater that was built as a movie theater has a non-existent lobby bathrooms that are not the most friendly to knees right um and they're upstairs and there's no room to talk that would always be the thing like yeah. you we would talk outside of the theater but if it was too cold until if it was winter you're done but you know, the moolah had a lobby and had a bar in the lobby and had a lounge where you, you yeah, they would always throw on horror movies. So there was places, there were pockets you could talk and you could talk forever. They had a a. 3am bar license. So yeah, after a midnight movie, you could still grab a drink and still talk and not feel like you have to.
0: Right. And look, I mean, there, there are pros and cons to each different venue, including the pair. Um, you know, I, I love the High Point just because of the aesthetic. And, you know, it, it feels like, oh, I'm actually in an old school. It, it's almost like a time machine, right? I, I remember a few
5: times, though, we got in trouble in the lobby because.
0: Oh, because we it, were talking. Like
5: Andy's show, yeah, it was so packed and we yeah. all had to wait in the lobby, and the lobby's really small. Yeah. And there's still a movie playing in their one auditorium.
0: No. Yeah. It, and that was like the biggest, you know, I remember that being a big problem at the high point was like, we had to kind of keep quiet in the, lo- uh, in the lobby because yeah, you could hear everything in the lobby. However, if it's cold, like nobody wants to fucking stand outside. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, I think that high point made a conscious decision, um, after a minute, like after a couple of years and doing it, like, okay, we need to try to wrap up the movie like half an hour beforehand, you know, so we can give that room to late night grand house. But sometimes, you know, it just didn't work out, especially with Marvel movies that are like more than two hours long, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I do. It's funny because like I, I miss the high point for those reasons, but I much like the other problem with moolah, you know, I loved moolah because, um, because of the bar. And I did like how they had the whole, you know, later liquor license for a decent amount of the time we were there. So you could literally grab drinks, watch some weird stuff that Sean had on or whomever had on. And there was drink specials themed around the movies, which was cool. And then you went in, saw the movie and then you could come out and talk about it and like, finish up your drinks. That Mm -hmm. was kind of cool. Obviously like towards the end of that era that went out the window because, you know, Somebody lost a liquor license Well, they, <laughs> <laughs> or they got knocked down to one it, 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 because they forgot to renew it. They right? got to
1: renew the 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, ooh. Anyways,
0: um But I, I love the pair because like, it's so, it pretty, it's pretty much well oiled yeah. and you know, uh, on a technical level, I got to learn some things. Thanks to Mark Willie, um, So it it was nice to implement those things for this new iteration to try to make it as smooth as possible. Mm -hmm. And plus, like, I I, I will say um, some more behind the scenes. I don't want to get too deep into it, but I have more control on the finances at De Pair because I'm responsible, financially responsible for the movies, whereas... High Point and Moolah, they would pay for the films, Mm -hmm. and then like I would get my cut. And quite honestly, like not a great deal on either one of them. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, it's been very successful, and the fact that I have that control though is so much less risk for the theater. And that's kind of why I set it up that way. Is like, look, let me take all the financial responsibility. I believe in this. As long as you guys are willing to. You know, take a certain percentage from the box office, provide us the auditorium for a few hours. We're set. Mm -hmm. And they saw the success. I mean, what was crazy looking through the book is knowing I only did five fucking shows at DePere. Yeah. Before the pandemic. Yeah. I felt like I had been there for a minute. And then I'm looking back and I'm like, wow. So we only did five shows at DePere. And then we were gone for almost like a year and a half Mm -hmm. and now we're back. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's been pretty successful since the return last August. Um, So in January is when I came up with the idea. I'm like, you know, they've been pretty flexible with the double features and they seem to really dig the program and like the income, obviously that it brings. I wonder if I could do a 12 hour marathon because I always thought, it was shitty that we never had any marathons and much like the spirit of me trying to do Late Night Grindhouse for St. Louis it was basically out of jealousy of Chicago getting everything oh, yeah. and like LA and all these you know more metropolitan cities than St. Louis but oh, I was just absolutely. like man we have I think we have a good scene here of people that like these type of movies that's why I started Late Night Grindhouse so I'm like well what if I take that same ideology and apply it to a marathon because Chicago has you know yeah. they, they have multiples they have 12 hours. And twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and I remember I went to a Music Box Massacre in Chicago. I didn't make the full twenty four hours. I think we went in at noon, uh-huh. and we ended up leaving at like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Wow! We just couldn't. We the last couple of movies yeah. we just had to miss. are like I we can't do it.
6: Uh-huh. So,
0: so that that's the only marathon okay. experience that I yeah, had with that, Other than like anybody film else festivals,
1: done any marathons either? Lynn theaters or? So one that
5: comes to mind is uh, when the movie The World's End came out, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Ronnie's 20 theater did a Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. And in between, so they had Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and then The World's End. And in between the movies, you had like this special introduction with Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, and Edgar Wright. Uh, that was only three movies, but any other marathon I've done, like, I mean, I've probably done like a Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th marathons, but I don't think I've done those all in one day. Yeah. I
1: think I've done that in like it, like two days. Right.
0: Patrick, what Patrick, about you? Patrick, have
1: you done any attended marathons? Any star, like Star Wars
0: Yeah, come
3: on. I mean, I've done that at in home. In with, with friends. I've never actually done that anything like that in theaters. What's the so most movies
1: my... you've sat down and like watched in a day? Anyone here?
0: In the theater? Or at home. Probably okay at eight yeah yeah i mean i didn't even watch all of them this time
3: yeah yeah i mean as far as like actually sitting down and watching something this was the most because
0: you know a lot of times when
3: you have a marathon at home well halloween or something like that like when you're just playing
1: movies you're just kind of having movies on
0: yeah
3: and plus you have the luxury
0: of pausing pausing like making your own skin exactly yeah um, so
1: when I was 18, I had some friends who wanted to do a 24-hour marathon, <laughs> and we, uh, so we had it. It was over at my my house, like uh, in our basement. And my parents were pretty, always pretty chill with people coming over and being kind of an open house for people. Um, but we started at midnight. Oh Jesus! Which is fucking that terrible. Is, that is dumb. Because you have to go midnight to midnight oh god i do not recommend that i fell asleep you
0: don't do that every day
1: Uh, i actually left at one point too (laughs) i left my own house i was like Um, closest i did was um i mean at home because nobody i would have to travel to do this somewhere right right it's a matter of finances is early on in covid um on 2020 shutter did a Crystal Lake to Manhattan oh, Marathon right. yeah. called Monday the 13th it was on April 13th and I watched I mean I had it on you know yeah. from part one to I think I fell asleep to the end of part eight Right. Um, I it's cooked. funny how that works <laughs> you know it was on the whole time but I cooked and um, but it's a totally different experience in theaters yeah 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 absolutely 100% Nobody's fucking on their phones. Um
0: anyways,
6: yeah. did, uh,
3: did anybody do the Joe Bob marathon when he had his big comeback on Shutter? Or?
0: Yeah, but we dipped out a couple of times. I think cuz
5: I a lot of people had a lot of streaming issues. Yeah, when that, that was, that was a big That's I, right. it, it that's it right. crashed that yeah. many times, so a lot of people just got frustrated. <laughs> and I was planning to do that, but that was so that was such a clusterfuck. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. But I have the whole thing recorded on VHS if anyone <laughs> of wants to come can. over and watch it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. Anyways, let's get started talking about these movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Why did you choose to, because you build it as like four double features.
0: Right, So I decided to go through uh, the double feature kind of format, just more as a tribute, but I didn't really, like, highlight the double features and what the titles were, mainly because, like, yeah, so back in January, I'm like, hey, would you guys be interested in a 12-hour marathon? And they said yes. And I'm like, holy shit. Okay, <laughs> now I have to figure out stuff. And I, I was looking through, like, I just word vomited stuff like titles to put in i'll I'll tell some of them i know i had the burning i was like i definitely want to do a repeat from like the old days yeah and the burning was in there but i ended up taking it out because i was like you know what it would be better to have the repeat be selected by the you know the the attendees
1: yeah but you really fucked that up didn't you why because you didn't, you didn't take out all of the movies you couldn't show again. Oh so some yeah, of the no, yeah. Like myself, <laughs> picked all the really crazy shit.
6: Yeah,
2: and you
1: can't get the rights
0: to it. No, I know.
6: <laughs> I picked the burning. So, that was yeah. one of mine on my card because you, yeah. you I really have taken fucking Mandy wanted it. Out.
1: You should have taken all those other movies out. I should have. I, I should've. voted for zombie twelve times. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yes. It will happen again. It's been far too long since zombie has uh, graced the big screen. I want my by
1: complain about the voting is that you got
0: lazy. No, I kind (laughs) of just ran out of time. I'm like, you know, this would be a good idea, but I also need to like finalize this list now. But no, I mean I had Haosu, I had Shogun Assassins in here, I had Black Cat because mainly Black Cat was like a first time watch for me this year. Mm -hmm. And when I'm watching, I'm like, I think this movie's great. I think this movie would Are you revealing all these titles
1: before we start talking about them? Kind of, but I, like, I feel like I have to. Try
0: not to. But, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I'll get into it, I guess, when we talk about it. But I knew it would pair well with Haosu. And then um, the only other film I had on here was Blood and Black Lace, because you know how big of a heart on I have for fucking Mario Bava. I'm yeah. like, I'm showing these motherfuckers one of the best giallo films, whether they like it or not. So... Um, that's kind of, but here's, I was kind of digging through and I have like, I kept everything. So this was funny. Uh, the other film that was in serious contention and I I was just kind of going for a classic double feature was Witchfinder General in Blood and Black Lies. Oh,
4: man. <laughs> I quit.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it, because I was like, oh, nobody would come for just Witchfinder General on I its like own. Yeah,
2: I like that one. I mean, not on yeah. its own, but uh, it's right. a great film. We just watched that one recently and I liked how unique it was. Right. And look,
0: I'm not taking it off the table for next year, but we'll, we'll hear more about that.
4: If you do that, double feature that was Blood on Satan's Claw.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, if you could. <laughs> But um, you know, I had yeah, I had titles in here. I was like, okay, I know I could get this title, this title, this title. I had Anguish on here. I'm like, let me see yeah. if I can get it because that would be a fucking kill. That was originally what was going to be like. Uh, I think I built it as it's only a movie, and it was going to be popcorn and Anguish. But I couldn't secure Anguish, so, so I was speaking like
1: speaking of Blood and Black Lace. Let's talk about blood okay, and black lace.
0: man. Don't he's lie. in a he's in a hurry. Yeah, so, not in a
1: hurry, but
0: so our first double feature. So movie one um is Blood and Black Lace. So our first double feature was called Black Gloves and Bazookas. Oh okay. and I'm kinda glad like I meant to mention it at the beginning, but obviously I was doing like pretty much the intro for the whole thing, like okay everybody strap in. And then there was like I think four or six people. It was their first late night grindhouse. I'm like oh boy.
6: Yeah. <laughs> no I mean that's cool. I That's cool. Yeah.
0: That's cool. But I was just like holy shit, you guys are Dude. in it. Did they,
1: did they stay for the whole thing? Do I know? don't
0: remember because okay. like I literally, you know, I asked Whoa. the age old question, and like who is anybody's first time late in grand house And I saw like four or six people, four or six people hanging out and like raising their hand. I'm like, holy shit. But yeah, black gloves and bazookas. So movie one was blood and black lace from Mario Bava. Uh, obviously, I am a huge fan of giallo films yeah. and I'm a huge fan of Mario Bava And I knew this was a title that if I tried to do it on its own, which is a theme that you'll hear a lot in this 12 hour marathon. I knew people wouldn't know about it or, you know, you'd get people saying, oh, it's too old. I don't want uh-huh. to see that. or like, what the fuck is this? This probably doesn't even have any blood or titties in it. So, <laughs> I mean, we get, we get all kinds of people. We also get really cool people who, you know, we're like, holy shit, we're watching blood and black lace in the yeah. theater. And what was funny about it is I didn't know that the DCP we got was Italian. I thought oh, it was going to be the English okay. dub. So the fact that we started and ended with subtitled movies, I think is really dope. Ooh, you know, yeah. It's so artsy. But, um, so blood and black lace, <laughs> in my opinion, is one of my favorite yellows.
4: Um, could you have called this double feature class and ass?
0: We, we could oh, have, oh, we God. could
6: have.
4: Oh, that's, so I good. mean,
0: uh. yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one too. I like that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I kind of wanted to just theme it as like four double I features. I think that's
1: like a perfect matinee opener where it's just engaging. It's beautiful. It just kind of like it eases you in for a long ride.
0: Was anybody um, watching this for the first time here at this table?
1: Okay. I'd seen it before, but
3: I appreciated it a lot more just seeing it
0: on the big screen. The big yeah. screen yeah. I was kind of upset with myself because I really wanted to watch it on the big screen, but my mind was going in a million fucking uh, directions. I think
5: there's definitely a renewed appreciation for all the movies you've shown, yeah, seeing them absolutely. in a theater. You
0: know what? I, I will time. say one of the most interesting things was like going on Letterboxd and granted it's people that I follow and are friends with. Mm-hmm. But, like, seeing that whole list being all the late-night grindhouse picks, I'm like, this is kind of neat. Yeah. I I actually get to see the impact of it. That was cool.
5: You know what was also really cool is, and this was for every movie when it starts, when that title card pops up on the screen,
0: I mean, the crowd just, they all it applauded. Seemed like, and yeah, I think everything got, It was the cool. only one that I wasn't in the theater for was the blob, mm-hmm. because I think we were grabbing a bite to eat. Yeah. Actually, I, I think
5: me and Yana were the only two that actually slapped. did all, all, oh, the, okay. The,
0: the oh, the group, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I assume people clap for the blob too. Oh, of course. oh I know we did. Of everyone, okay. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah, that. that exactly. I mean, we're jumping ahead oh, yeah. a little
2: bit, everyone clap, But like, blood and black lace. I think for me, because I've maybe watched it once or twice before. Yeah. But I felt like seeing it on a big screen makes a difference. For because sure. I mean, you catch things you don't normally catch in it, and for me, I noticed like just little nuances. And I don't know. I thought it was like a beautiful film. I was very excited to see that the opening title card. I mean, I, I was, I was kind of shocked a little bit, but I wasn't. I honestly thought if you were doing Baba, it was going to be Bay of Blood. I'm gonna came be honest. close.
0: It came close. <laughs> I'm gonna be
2: honest on it, but I was really pleased to see Blood and Black Lace, especially because we talked about it a mm-hmm. couple months ago. Yeah, just because I talked about the confusion of Blood Black Lace and Blood, Blood and Lace. Voice, yeah. So seeing this pop up, I'm like, oh my god, I love this that he's showing
0: us. What one. was funny about the this whole situation is like since everything was a mystery and I kept everything close to the chest because I think Jeremy was I the knew- only one that maybe knew more than two titles.
1: Yeah, cuz we had talked I think in March and I you told me pretty much the lineup which is fine. Um, what was it
0: all of it though?
1: It was everything but movie 7. Okay, okay. And uh it's the fifth movie that kind of threw me off cuz I was like what could it be? But then we did talk about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, uh just great start to the day. Um, let's go into the real action yeah. movie two. <laughs> okay.
0: Andy Sedaris's. Well, well, before we do, so the uh, one of the questions oh. came from uh, Scott Wall from our, our Late Night Grindhouse Facebook page. And he said, first off, thank you for the marathon. I loved it. Please discuss how each movie was picked. And if there were others that barely missed the cut, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, if so would those be shown at a future Late Night Grindhouse? And I'll just answer that right now. Like Most of the the picks that I even had originally that didn't make the cut, I feel like most of them were films that probably wouldn't do well on their own. I think this format, this marathon, especially mystery movie marathon format, works really great at introducing people to movies. Mm -hmm. And I want to stick with that. Um, Lastly, could you please sing movie two's theme song which is hard ticket to hawaii
1: that was great
5: yeah hey
0: yeah.
6: That
5: was good i don't Call think i up. could hit that note <laughs> after, after this movie ended my dad goes what was the name of that movie hard ticket to paradise <laughs> and then we start singing i got
6: hard, hard ticket, ticket to paradise
0: <laughs> That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one.
1: So, was this Andy Sader's classic uh, first time watch for anybody? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh,
1: Patrick too! Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, um, I,
3: I knew it was going to be good when <laughs> Roger just kind of like started laughing right away. <laughs> I had first,
4: I had first seen this movie. I don't remember if it was on USA Up All Night or mm-hmm. just straight up Cinemax. Yeah. Yeah. But as a high schooler, it changed my fucking <laughs> life. Oh my god. So, <laughs>
1: I had my first Andy Sedaris was I think Day of the Warrior, and we also got re- re- rented Return to Savage Beach. Yeah, and like got our money's worth from oh, Hollywood yeah. Video. Um, instant buy on that Girls Guns and Juice drink set.
0: Yeah, we'll link it yeah. in the show notes if you um, want a cheap DVD set of all all that is Sedaris. Well, most, most of, of Sedaris. most of Sedaris. Um,
1: <laughs> what's the you, other one, Malibu Express? Yeah, that's like kind of the first one yeah. in the yeah. Like, lethal uh
6: (laughs) franchise (laughs) um
0: this is the only one like i only got to really watch two movies front to back and this was the first one because niles had never seen it um and niles was like i've never seen this movie i'm like oh we're going in there (laughs) i'm like we're gonna have a good fucking time
5: i think this was the most
0: fun like, yeah,
5: thing that because like it doesn't. It, the movie couple, just it literally flies by for sure. There oh, are
0: yeah. a couple of cringy lines <laughs> that <laughs> don't date themselves very well. Yeah. It, it reminds me
5: of like. If Tommy Wiseau directed Samurai Cop, right. yeah, <laughs> a but, little
0: bit. But this director has a little more confidence. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. He knows exactly what the movie is, mm-hmm. and he knows how to direct for the most part. Um, I, I would say more so than Tommy Wiseau. But no, it's it's a you know it's funny because like uh, I've always wanted to show it, and I'm like, oh, it fits right in. You know, I've shown Samurai Cop. I've shown. Um, You know Miami connection. I'm like we could do this, and I just never got around to it because I I think you know after playing the vampires I was really nervous to show anything that wasn't horror. Yeah, just because we see a dip dip in quality and
1: it's different eras where the people
0: who the people that went to the high high point point
1: knew knew that shit like they were even if they were they were open it was. More open to that, where maybe people coming in now later to like just the de Pair the depara, if yeah. you will,
0: uh, <laughs> pair, uh.
1: are, are more like, Well, these are supposed to be horror movies, yeah. Um, but it's
0: which I mean, the program's such called a Late Night Grindhouse, cra- and I always feel bad yeah. when I'm not showing anything it's such other a than Crowd
1: pleaser. Um, it's been a while since I've watched any of the Andy Sedaris movies. Right. Um, I do want to do a Savage Beach uh, (laughs) and another movie here, like backyard feature. Oh, that would be cool. Um, The thing that cracked me the fuck up on this view was when Edie is putting her top on. Yeah. And you think she's going to like pull her shirt down to cover the rest of her belly. No. And she just does it to like barely adjust.
6: (laughs) It's like
1: barely covering her boobs. It's just like, oh my God, like just the ridiculous fashion
0: yeah yeah other uh, than the like diner or the dinner line from sidaris himself this is pretty pro like it's pretty feminine type yeah, of movie yeah. you know it's like these are all playboy playmates pretty much right i think all of them are uh the three, some of them like, are penthouse aren't they i, I forget I made- uh, I'm tomato, sorry. tomato. Look, I'm sorry I didn't bring my copy of Bullets, Bombs, and right. Babes. But. <laughs> but basically, like, I was kind of re watching I'm like, you know, he actually wrote these women pretty well. And the fact that, like, they're more empowering than the men, like, the two dopes that we oh, get. Oh, yeah. That's true. And, yeah. and the fact that their jokes land better. I'm like, you know, he, I, I think this is all planned, this is all really good. And I don't see it as just, you know, a movie with playmates, right? It's like, okay, there's something more. Obviously, there are women... That used to be Playmates, so they know that they know what's up too. They know how to sell the movie. Yes. But it's it's a stronger movie than you think it is. There is something more, a, a killer
5: snake. Yeah.
6: And, well, and yeah. a killer I snake.
2: Mean, right. But I will say, like, to your point with that, and being a woman, I mean, it felt like that very girls with guns aspect. Right. You get the powerful woman who they're not stupid. They don't make them look like big ditzes who can't take care of themselves. Right. And I like that they did take charge of the situation. And they were badass they could fight they could shoot a gun i mean i also love that fucking killer snake because that about
0: (laughs) no you you kind of once the snake comes out of the toilet in the beginning (laughs) like at the end end. you're just like holy
2: fuck yeah it's like ridiculous but it's fun and this was my first sadars movie and i really want to watch more of his now i started looking him up afterward and one of our mutual friends on Twitter and Discord told me, you got to check out the rest oh, of these if you love this, Brian. And we were talking about this. He's like, you got to watch more Sedaris after this. And I loved it. Like, I honestly kind of thought they were playmates, but I didn't want to say that. Yeah. Because their characters were actually very well done. Right. And I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a fun, explosive movie. And... I like that you show movies like this because late night grindhouse is more than just horror. I feel like, cause you do say it's exploitation too. Mm-hmm. And this fits into the exploitation category and it brings something new. Right. And I, I love that aspect that it's not always just horror because you can find some great movies that are outside of that, that a lot of people don't touch on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, that's kind of why I picked it. I was just like, you know what? This will be a nice, like chaser after Blood and Black Lace, I think, like they're they're so far apart. It's
1: got a nice giddy up to
3: that,
0: it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it, this is how the day's gonna go. Okay,
3: really energized everybody. I feel like because that was one. Where it was like
0: that I, was, gotta, I was like, I gotta go to the
3: bathroom. But that's the other thing. Just keeps happening in every scene. Hard <laughs> Ticket
0: to anything. Hawaii is such an audience pleaser, and yeah. it's it's one of those films, much like you know Miami Connection, Samurai Cop, and plenty of others where when you watch it with a crowd, it's a completely different experience than watching it at home. You might get the beats, you might get the jokes and all this other stuff, but you're going to have a better time watching it with a group of people. And the fact that you're watching it, in my opinion, one of the better audiences, uh, Theatrically. Mm. Yeah. Uh Take them I think it's right. well fuck, yeah. yeah. I mean the yeah. crowd was
2: amazing. Yeah. They fucking loved it. And I think this was my favorite movie at Late Night Grand House because of the crowd reactions. Right. Oh, it like, makes
3: to uh, what Jeremy did.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, with the the Frisbee throwing that down and just seeing you how uh. every every member with, in the crowd with a
0: destroy so the indirect. brain sticker on it. I yes. was like, hey, Brandy. Brandy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why I
1: nabbed those stickers at Friday night. I thought that was a I'll, real
2: destroy the brain for. No, I didn't know he snapped a, he I, a sticker I looked it.
0: into it; it was way too expensive. Well, we can no. just
2: buy cheap frisbees, put a sticker on yeah. it, there we go. Yeah. I
1: literally went to Five Below on the way to the theater, <laughs> got uh, candy. <laughs> <laughs> a frisbee and like put it on the card just stuck it in her purse
0: yeah it's good it's good
1: yeah but I yeah. was like you have to do something stupid for that but of course part of me was like oh if I throw like shirt ahead am I gonna hit somebody in the head who's like right. never been here and I was like oh fuck <laughs> well, at least you didn't buy the razor blade. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah. Exactly. I actually I have had oh fuck I had the razor blades at home I could've
0: done it <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah if we could've got like rubber razor blades maybe or uh, <laughs> a couple fake snakes yeah yeah I I actually thought of that whenever, when that was happening, it would have been great if somebody in like that little hallway would have thrown through (laughs) like like a a huge fucking snake. William Castle. Yeah,
4: there's a snake in the theater. I was like,
1: (laughs) how do I sneak in a blow up doll? Into the theater, oh yeah, 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 toss up in the air.
0: Well, the other thing that obviously, like, I, I kind of thought of that, and I'm like, well, get in the way of the projector, and then you have a huge shadow on the screen. Nobody cares. Either. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was the first double feature. Um, and then we did, and here's the thing that, like, I'm still learning. I think we had enough time. It was like a 10 minute intermission, which I was gonna load up with a whole bunch of content, but again, time escaped me. And Quite honestly, I knew people were going to use that ten minutes to like go to the concession there's, stand. There's no, yeah. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm good because I could have done it, but I'm like, why? Why should I spend the time Who's to do this for? it? So it was a ten minute intermission and yeah. then a five minute intro from me. Uh, so you technically have fifteen minutes to get back to your seat. Um, and
1: oh, oh I did. Uh, I'm sorry, I wanted to bring up something because I asked Jess about um, hard ticket to Hawaii. Yeah, and. Um, she was very surprised to see Ron Moss, who plays Roddy uh, Abilene, who's the main male lead, because he was a uh, Ridge forcer on the bold and the beautiful, which she watched a lot as a kid with her uh, grandma. And she goes rewatching that movie. I realized how much of a sexual
4: he played in my sexual awakening gosh, as an 11 year old. I was like, wow. Okay. I was showing a guy at work clips of that movie. And he's yeah. like, wait, is that fucking Ron Moss? <laughs> <laughs> I go, I don't know. He's like, I think that's Ron Moss. Like. My wife had a huge thing for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. what is this movie I need to show her?
0: <laughs> after after the intermission and intro, uh we'd get into our next double feature which is The Far East versus The Far Out. And <laughs> you know, Excellent. I had a whole bunch of different names under this. What were some of the other ones? uh, The East versus the Extraterrestrials. Mm. The Far East versus the Far, Far North. Mm. Um, (laughs) uh, I I think there was one other one, but I'm pretty sure it was just as bad as those. So I was like, you know what? The Far East (laughs) and the Far Out. That's fine. That's good. So... The third movie was Shogun Assassin, yes! which oh, yeah. Roger I, made a mess and we had to get a few ushers <laughs> into the theater. No, Shogun Assassin was another one I really wanted to watch in the theater, but I didn't. I, I just watched like the opening mm-hmm. uh, off on the side because I was talking to somebody and I was like, man, this is fucking killer. I hate you all. Is <laughs> this anyone's
1: first time watch? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: I felt like... A good majority yeah. of the audience uh, had never seen the, no. that cut at, at the very
1: least. It's one of those weird things where it was ubiquitous in the States until, mm-hmm. you know, Criterion got the rights for the Lone Wolf and Cub films. Right. And it's now just like a bonus feature. But isn't it sort of an Easter egg on that set? Um, it's... No, it's
0: got its own disc.
1: Oh, OK. Yes. Yeah, nice.
0: it's, yeah right. it's got its own disc. Um, look, I mean. This is another one when when I think of Grindhouse and like Forty Second Street, I'm like Shogun Assassin. That's number one. Yeah,
4: it was definitely one of the staples. Yeah,
0: it's just like I feel like I need to show a staple, and I'm like I'm not going to show Last House on the Left. I'm not going to show like you know all all these typical movies that I know I could probably
4: book. We could have shown Thirty Six Chambers.
0: Well, no, I can't because. Yeah, Shaw Brothers. I I was trying to get Boxer's Omen. It wasn't happening.
1: Mm, Maybe after that Arrow Volume 2 thing? Nope. Uh,
0: (sighs) So, behind the scenes, yeah, Arrow could not get the theatrical rights for for any of of the Shaw Brothers stuff because Celestial Pictures. Oh, Celestial, yeah. Fucking grip hold, man. So, that does suck because seeing a Shaw Brothers movie in the theater is amazing. I was lucky enough to see. Uh, one at Fantastic Fest, uh, Eight Diagram Pole Fighter.
1: Nice. But, Did you not see? Um, sorry. Like oh, Alice. and
0: Boxers Zoman, Boxers yeah, we, yeah, Zoman, yeah, at yeah. Webster. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we saw that at Webster.
1: Fucking amazing.
4: That was. Um, but uh, yeah, I was super jealous of that. You should be. <laughs>
0: so yeah, movie three was Shogun Assassin, which I thought would a you know obviously like I said I really wanted to play something that was a staple like and I, again I know may perform well on its own but probably not I wanted to sneak it in there I really I wanted a martial arts film I knew that and this isn't necessarily martial arts but it kind of is I thought it was a good compromise because there's plenty of blood so I was like fuck it let's do it I thought
5: that was the perfect
0: choice I I mean (laughs) it, it was good but like, I would be happy with like Street Fighter. Yeah. Or Shaw, Shaw Brothers. Yeah, movie. I would oh, love The, the Street show Fighter too. would have been
5: good too. Yeah.
0: But I apparently can't book that either. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. um,
5: like when that symbol popped up on the screen. And oh, yeah. Like I turned my head to Yana, I go, oh.
0: Yeah. Show and all the assassin. people that knew it, they were like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was like,
5: <laughs> no. The first time I ever watched this was on a crappy Laserdisc. Mm. And so seeing this in the theater, like, felt like I it was like watching it for the first time really. So I don't know. It was, it was it was really a good pick and an awesome
0: experience. I, like I said, I was a little upset that I didn't watch it because I again, you know, that that was the one thing that I really wish I would have been able to kind of enjoy all the movies. But then again, I don't know if I would have even been able to do um eight movies. I would love to try, but it's so hard because it's like, oh, I'm trying to sell shirts and do all this other shit. So it's like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to miss out on some of it. After
5: the movies are, are over, what, what, what movie did you think you had the most questions or were, were asked the most about? Honestly, um, Shogun Assassin, Assassin. was one of I them. I figured it would
0: Um, be. yeah, questions, Shogun Assassin. People really responded to, movie um, five no movie six mm-hmm. and movie five was a hidden gem we'll get into it later yeah. but yeah so movie three was Shogun Assassin which again it tr- kind of truncates um, Lone Wolf and Cub part one and part two so,
1: so first timers what did you think I really enjoyed it
2: I, I- did too no. Oh, I mean, yes, no. No. Patrick, you go. I got I got a little bit more to say. You go.
3: I mean, it was like I mean, it, it, that's kind of a blind spot for me. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean, I feel like I'd seen clips of that before or you know, I think it was a was it the Wu Tang guys who've sampled <laughs> the <laughs> oh, Wu Tang so, guys? It's, yes, it's, and, uh, I believe they're a clan, like the, sir. In, the clan. The entire clan.
1: opening is in Liquid Swords, and they are yeah. nothing uh, to fuck with.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. that is true.
1: <laughs> uh, if I mean, if you're like that, like, and you haven't listened to Liquid Swords, like, fucking listen to that album. Swords, right. so swords.
3: Good. But yeah, swords. it was just like. <laughs> <Ashford>. <laughs> Best that works. that movie did not fuck around. Cuz <laughs> no.
0: like the violence is absurd. I, I also love the score so the much, and awesome. I'm still pissed that I skipped out on record store day because they put it out on vinyl like back in 2016. I never picked it up. Yeah, and now it goes for stupid amounts of money.
1: But it's also what like 84 minutes. It's fucking weird. Sure, and mean, and just like.
0: But in my, like, I love synthesizer scores. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about
1: like how it. That movie fucking flew by. Yeah, Yeah. I thought you were going to say that movie fucks. It does fuck. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, but it was. I've seen it a number of times. I have a shitty. I have a uh, bootleg VHS of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not seen a good copy of this probably ever. (laughs) Oh wow. Okay. Um, I haven't bought the Lone Wolf and Cub set. I, you know.
0: Well, um, I mean, when Barnes & Noble has their sale, I guess it will be like 50 bucks or maybe cheaper. Yes. So. Get, anyway.
2: It's worth buying. Yeah. I'm,
1: oh, I'm, it's just one of those purchases I don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah. So I still haven't watched *A Needle in Wolfen Club or Shogun Assassin, but I read all the manga back in the oh, day. Oh, okay. So okay. that's for me, I remember in high school, checking it out, reading it. Mm-hmm. But I never watched the movies because I couldn't find them. Mm -hmm. And I honestly didn't realize a lot of it. I've seen it in social media, Mm -hmm. cultural stuff, you know, referring Shogun Assassin, you know, and Lone Wolf and Cub. And so this was a huge blind spot cinematic wise for me. Yeah. And I feel like seeing it on a big screen made me very happy to see how it transpired, how fast it went by. I was glad about the gore because the manga is just as violent. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I feel like that time period, it was hit or miss what they included in stuff, but I feel like it depended on the company that put it out.
0: Right, right.
2: But, I mean, I, I think this was such a great choice, and I've had this on my watch list for far too long because it's been my goal to just binge all these movies. Well, I think
0: the other subplot, if you will, that I thought was interesting was showing Shogun Assassin. I'm like, I, I want to show this because it's a fucking badass movie and it's a staple of Grindhouse, but I was like, you know... It's kind of still recently like in in the pop culture era thanks to Mandalorian, which borrows pretty Absolutely. heavily yeah. from the Lone yeah. Wolf and Cub uh, kind of series, right? Wait, does that mean you finally watched Mandalorian? No, no, <laughs> I still haven't.
4: But, He's probably going to watch it before I do. But
0: so. here's the thing is like I was like, oh, man, how cool would it be if somebody had never seen Shogun Assassin, has no fucking clue about Lone Wolf and Cub. But loves the Mandalorian and sees us like, oh, oh shit, shit. Yeah. you're right. So yeah. not only that, but uh,
3: Book of Boba Fett, no, I think Jeremy uh, Ewan, yeah there's that one scene that like pretty much mirrors directly like that scene in the beginning Which of episode when Spoilers, when Luke is having Grogu choose... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's
1: exactly... Yeah. So,
3: like, Um, when I saw that in Shogun, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Star Wars, Uh, like
4: has pulled from samurai films like a lot from the like, beginning, from the beginning in, because like they did the first Hidden one. fortress yeah. from uh kira kurosawa yeah yeah um my favorite was Not the christopher uh, lambert <laughs> <laughs> right my favorite was actually um rogue one the two, there are the two um, characters in there and i'm like these guys are straight up zadoichi yeah and mm. they are Yojimbo. yeah oh, right. those two yeah, dudes yeah. i love those two dudes yeah. um yeah they were awesome well that was like jess
1: did not stay th- i knew she was not going to enjoy right shogun assassin um and she was there through halfway but she was like uh this is the mandalorian
0: like, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah <they did.
1: laughs> she was like okay okay but yeah. like,
4: no
0: but yeah i was super happy to show it and it seemed like there was a decent amount of people yeah. that had never seen yeah.
4: that movie, and I, i've been waiting for this yeah for a long time
6: <laughs>
0: like
4: my uh, uncle bought me a VHS tape of Bruce Lee and Kung Fu Mania was uh, what it was called awesome. so it was like a short documentary uh, on Bruce yeah. Lee and like just a shitload of like trailers for oh just you know martial like, arts movies yeah yeah and I'd be watching it and all of a sudden something from Shogun Assassin came up but I'm like that's what really pert my ears up right. because it's a lot different than your your typical Shaw Brothers Kung Fu right. movies. Mm-hmm. It's even a lot different than your standard samurai film. Right. And I'm like, what is this?
0: Well, and I mean, let's let's also give credit where credits due. I think a lot of people learned about Shogun Assassin because of Quentin Tarantino's right. inclusion in Kill Bill Volume Two as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. And like, you get pretty much like. The first couple of minutes of the opening mm-hmm. in that movie, and you get to hear it, and you're like, What the fuck is that movie? That yeah. sounds cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew what Shogun Assassin was, and I'm like, Oh shit, they're watching Shogun Assassin. But it, it's just one of those movies that I think, like, now that people more people got to see it for the first time, they'll be like, Oh shit, yeah. you know, maybe the next time they watch Kill Bill Volume 2, they'll be like, Oh, I saw that in the fucking theater. Yeah. But yeah, I was super happy to do Shogun Assassin. Yeah.
4: And thank God. Once again for Tom Cruise's Last Samurai, <laughs> yes. because uh, I forgot the company's name. I want to say Anime Go.
6: Yeah, that's released uh, about
4: right. Released uh, the Loafer Cub movies all on yeah. DVD, and I bought the shit out of them. Yeah, those. yeah. And they're oh, like, anime. I,
2: yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, they're
2: barely around. Yeah. 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 So
4: they released all those, and they're like, well, this sold well. Let's let's do Shogun Assassin. And I'm like, fucking a,
0: let's do it.
6: <laughs>
4: cool.
0: Well, and then that led into our repeat, which, again, we did a poll that Jeremy hated because it was inaccurate. It was rigged. It because was rigged. it wasn't zombie. Which, the results of that, yeah, the results the of that, Terminator? the number one movie was Mandy. And I'm like, oh, I'm showing it in April, because we did the survey, like, in March, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the next one was The Blob for, from 1988. Um which a is a movie dark we horse
1: sh- contender for yeah, sure yeah
0: well I think the next one was Lady Terminator I think that was like <laughs> yeah. number three pick yeah, and I'm like oh
4: fuck all the, all the OGs yeah like, fucking <laughs> Lady Terminator that. again that actually would have been a killer pair I
0: would have loved to oh. have shown it but they don't they don't have the elements yeah. for it really and oh. that's why you don't have a Blu-ray release Homeboy oh, fucked with us that's what yep. I'm saying yep. yeah
2: out of curiosity what were like the top five that besides Mandy the He's Blob, Lady like, Terminator, well. what were the other two?
0: I don't know, but they were not in the d- double digits, I can tell you that much. Um mm-hmm. so it was Look, I mean... So I, I
4: guess my 12 votes for Fulci Zombie didn't mean th-
0: anything. No, <laughs> I, honestly, I think it may have canceled you out. Been like, oh, this IP is hacking. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I, I mean, The Blob... Those look,
4: Russians lied
0: to me. Honestly, I, I went to go eat dinner during The Blob, so I didn't get to uh, to watch it. I didn't even get to see the title come on. It's a movie that makes you hungry. <laughs>
6: uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody asked if why didn't I do the stuff in the blob? I'm oh. like, uh.
2: I got very hungry in the blob. Believe me, I got hungry yeah. at the end. I was well, very, very. That seemed like hangry. a good
1: time to like.
2: Right, right.
1: I got a pizza, but I brought it back to the theater because I was like, I didn't want to miss more of the movie than I had.
5: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yana was very, very hungry during this movie, and she was like, you know. The reason Andy showed this really was because it gave us Incession like sales. Yeah, a break. <laughs> because we had already sat through the blob right. at Let's Late Night Grandmas once before. Lobby. Yeah. Let's and and she was the the almost lobby. like, Why didn't we just eat with the rest of them? <laughs>
0: and <laughs> she had a good point, Jess, but sure. It's but, Jess is like, I'm in it to win it. But
5: yeah, it's the blob. it's this is like nah, one of my favorite eighties remakes. Yeah. So, it's pretty
3: good. You know, yeah. it's pretty good. <laughs> but so was <is> that burger.
6: <laughs>
1: I I did miss it uh, when it played, because it played Moolah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I did miss that screening. So I was happy to catch this one.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing that, uh, if you want to join our Discord, we actually posted all the clues um, if you really wanted to see all the clues, but I figured I should probably read some of the clues. So clue number one or clue for a movie one, which was blood and black lace was an iconic film in the stylish sub genre. It helped shape number two, which was Hard Ticket to Hawaii, was Beaches, Babes, Bullets. I should have put Bazookas, but I thought that was too much of a dead giveaway. Uh, movie
4: three. It's the only thing I can hit a moving target with. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> movie three was Shogun Assassin, and I, the clue for that was an exploitation film that could only be made for 42nd Street and heavily sampled in hip-hop music, bringing us to The Blob, which is movie number four, a mean and nasty remake of cinematic Americana. So that's how I described the blob. Um, Look, I love the blob too, but it was just like, you know, I knew on the repeat, it's like, oh, this is my break time. So even yeah, if I yeah. was watching all those movies, I'm had, like, I'm definitely taking a break. I
4: had actually watched it fairly close before the- and yeah,
0: that. And that was the bad same. thing about the marathon is keeping my fucking mouth shut because <laughs> I'm seeing people like popcorn just hopped up on shutter, shutter, shutter right. which we're about to get into. Um, but I was just like, motherfuckers, you all are spoiling your appetite. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, no, I I mean, there's not much more to say about the blob either don't think it, it's no. a great movie it's a great remake look great
4: like yeah i mean the transfer because i we
0: yeah. got straight from sony yeah. so i i think it might have been in 4k i don't know it's don't
4: great know. in spite of having the wrong dylan brothers.
6: <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> which uh so yeah once um movie four the blob was over uh we had another intermission and then it brought in our third double feature so movie five Oh, uh, this double feature was called Keep Repeating It's Only a Birthday Movie Marathon. (laughs) And movie five was Bloody Birthday from 1981, directed by Ed Hunt. I love this movie. I own the Severn release. I own the Arrow release. I think it is a gem. The clue that I gave away was kind of pretty vague, but makes perfect sense once you see it. A slasher born from an idea that was more than likely was generated after visiting a new age shop. (laughs) Just with the eclipse and all that shit. And I'm like, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." yeah. But uh, no, I absolutely, I think it is one of the better killer kid movies because it kind of, it's not like the supernatural thing or this unknown thing that happens. Um, It's not like Village of the Damned. It's not like Who Can Kill a Child. Both Mm -hmm. great movies. Uh, And by Village of the Damned, I'm not talking about Carpenters. Wow. Uh, shots fired. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think
1: it's fun. No, <laughs> I have not seen it in a very, it's very not very,
0: great. Very, it's very, not good, but it's yeah,
1: it's, it's um, kind of fun.
0: You just it. like it because Mark Hamill. I in think it. I yeah. blind. <laughs>
1: I think I blind bought this movie. Um, Bloody
0: birthday. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like when there was some Severn sale going on. Um, it was like holy shit.
0: Well, the funniest like, thing to me about this and like the horror culture, right? is when you go to wish somebody a happy birthday on Facebook and you want to show how you're a horror fan you're probably pulling from happy birthday to me or bloody birthday Yeah, and a lot of those people have never seen bloody birthday I'm like man it's such a gem of a movie I'm fucking showing it and I'm like it works perfectly with the next film as like a great double feature I think I was also going to call it like on the point or something like that something obscure but like you know, it, it's on the money. We're celebrating the 12
4: years. Yeah, I'm a Linden sucker Grannels. for killer kid movies. Yeah, for and sure. Those kids really sold it. They're
0: And do the coughs <laughs> yeah. in it. Do the coughs in it. Right.
6: <laughs> I think
5: this was Yana's first time watch. No, you seen it before.
6: No, for.
2: no okay. we watched this. Oh, I remember way to go, this Josh. One. It, it oh, was geez, actually mine. Yeah, <laughs> no, I remember it because the first time I, I'll never forget when she shot the arrow mm-hmm. right through the closet, like right into the oh. eye and I'm like, "Oh shit." Yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, and I, I remember like on TV, remember I don't I don't know if I was watching like some kind of documentary on an actress or something, but I remember seeing that clip on TV before. Mm-hmm. Was uh, it Downtown Julie Brown? I don't I don't recall. It was so okay. long. This Is was probably like Julie in the Brown 90s. Downtown Julie Brown but
1: oh. are we getting our MTV
5: Oh, maybe I am. Like but that was how it, oh, I shit. first yeah. became familiar with the movie was the fucking arrow getting shot in that girl's face. Right, right. <laughs>
2: I mean, the kids in that, I always remembered how creepy they were. So this is one I never forgot. I will say, I think I watched Happy Birthday to me way more. Yeah. I maybe, I know we watched Bloody Birthday more than once, or at least I have. But, oh. I mean, those kids in there, just like how murderous they are. And I like that it's not a super natural aspect. It's just, mm-hmm. they have no emotion. It's just something, you know, they're born with. And they're just a whole bunch of murdering kids. Right. <laughs> and just seeing them, like, kill people so mercilessly, you know, you're just like, oh shit yeah you know um but this has always been kind of iconic to me just when i saw it pop up i was like oh i wasn't expecting this this is a really fun one to show people because of the crowd's reactions to it
0: yeah yeah Yeah.
2: i love that aspect like just kind of I would look around and see like everyone getting so into it or like I remember the people behind us were like oh shit
6: <laughs> yeah I,
5: I just like those moments where like the kids smiling and, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah everyone in so the funny. audience just, is like laughing yeah you sadistically <laughs> it was another good one yeah. for it's like more, it's directions. in a strange way like the audience is like laughing with the
3: kids
0: <laughs> yeah and look I mean that's definitely a movie that I'm like you know this movie is I think really great but it's also one of those movies that I think plays better with a crowd. Yeah. And, and the fact that I think this was probably the movie that a lot of people hadn't heard of or seen um, other than movie seven. Um, I was pretty happy with it because I'm like, no, this is a fucking gem and you can get it. You know, f- through Arrow, you can probably pick up a cheap Severn Blu-ray if you wanted to. But it's also like, I think it's streaming on Aero Player. It, it might been even on be on Shutter. Shutter forever.
1: Yeah, it was one of those. I was like, this is so... rotation on one of the channels,
0: and I was like, this is a gem, and hopefully, people will come back and be like, yeah. Bloody Birthday is really good. Check it out. Watch and it It's once available a year
4: streaming. on your
1: birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is great. <laughs> it's great. It's not as upsetting as Madhouse with that dog murder.
0: <laughs> which didn't I put that in the trailer?
4: I, don't, I didn't watch any of the. Yeah, I oh, was going to okay, ask. Yeah. Did you did was, you put the trailer for Madhouse or Happy Birthday I'm, to Me? Because aren't they the same movie? No,
0: I think I put Madhouse in <laughs> oh, <spoilers>. one, <laughs> one of them. I, I put Madhouse in one of them. I uh, so I, I was trying to remember the trailers that I showed. Um, but I can't uh, I know the trailers that I showed for the first double feature were Mario Bava's uh, Girl Who Knew Too Much or The Evil Eye is what it was billed as and then Samurai Cop and then 3 and 4 Bushido Blade because it had Sonny Chiba in it and I'm like well they mentioned Shogun so okay that (laughs) works and then movie 4 The Blob I put Night of the Creeps so for 5 for Bloody Birthday I want to say I did put Madhouse (laughs) Um, because it is somewhat similar (laughs) and I look, I like Madhouse. No, I
1: do too. It's just I was not there's a dog that is killed at the end that I was very graphic and not ready for.
0: Right. Right, no, so, I, I fair get that. warning
1: on that
6: one.
0: Yeah, that. I mean, I almost, I actually thought about showing that. I think, and I, I kind of just pulled out the dog murder. You animal? No, 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 <laughs> wow. no. Just showing. I definitely showed Madhouse because I have the file here. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I really like Bloody Birthday quite a bit, and then um, so I would recommend it if you've never seen it. Like I said, it's streaming in places. The next film was. Popcorn, and this is from uh, Synapse Films. We got the deal with them again. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, a lot of people have asked for this movie, and I knew that it would probably do pretty well on its own. But I also felt like it was more appropriate watching oh, it during a marathon. Yeah. Yeah, so. no. yeah, yeah, like, I'm not
4: I'm not going to lie. I was a little kind of let down that it was popcorn. Oh, really? Because I'm like, yeah, it's popcorn, you know. But then it started a playing. I'm like, really dig that. this movie. is the I, best movie to watch in theater. I think so, too. I fucking love popcorn. Yeah. I, I always love so the poster.
0: Fun. I mean, like I said, not so much the movie. Yeah, I but. think the the double feature that I really wanted was probably Anguish and Popcorn, which right. would have been like the whole mindfuck. Um, but, I, you know, I mean, I think Happy Birthday, or uh, Happy Birthday to me, Bloody Birthday and Popcorn just kind of celebrated, oh, we're watching a birthday movie marathon. It okay. was also like, I mean, Bloody Birthday
3: is pretty, it's fun, but dark because it's, it's kids also killing. Yeah. Like, but Popcorn's yeah. like kind of lighthearted so it was like... But it's also kind of <laughs> fucked up. But, but it's also yeah. kind of <laughs> fucked up. Also kind of fucked up but there's also like this kind of... I don't know. There's a lot of humor in it. Yes. You know? It was just like that kind of felt refreshing after Bloody Birthday.
0: It was yeah. like, this
3: is a fun movie.
0: You know? And I will say, look, I feel like I did miss an opportunity to... To have a Jamaican band play oh during Saturday the intermissions,
6: <laughs>
0: yeah. But could have at I, least gotten a steel drum or something. I, I, I did look into possibly building a shot clock for the whole marathon, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was a uh, quite a bit of a headache. I bet <laughs> nobody's made that, so I, they have to like make it based off the the footage that you see in the movie. Oh, and I'm like, Lord. Oh, god! I started working on it. It was a Raspberry Pi project. I'm like, I could do this. I could. No, don't do it. <laughs> so I, I ditched it. But maybe for mm. late night house turns thirteen. Mm. No, don't make promises you don't keep. No. Um, so Especially yeah. on Mike popcorn, it's there popcorn. uh is a wonderful movie from nineteen ninety. Oh yeah, uh, keep going.
2: What? I actually had some. I uh, so your your clue on that actually. Oh popcorn. Yeah. I after you say it, I actually had a comment on that.
0: Okay, so the clue for popcorn was underrated celebration of theatrical exhibition. Meta le- levels start rising. A lot of people thought this was going to be matinee too. I thought it was going
2: to be oh. Fade to Black.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That was another so, one that I started hearing. It was kind of fun, like, throughout the day. I, I was knew. starting to hear like some of the titles that people were thinking. Like, well, you said this. I'm like, <laughs> t-
2: it, it t- like in what I said. It was like a movie within a movie thing. That's yeah. why I kind of thought it might have been Fade to Black. But then something you said on Twitter, you guys are spoiling your appetite. And then yeah. I saw all my friends. We, I think we Watch all have similar popcorn. on Letterboxd, friend-wise. <laughs> and I saw everyone fucking watching Popcorn. Uh-huh. And I'm like, god damn and I know what it is now. So yeah. Once I saw that, I knew. I tried to keep I, quiet, but. I was really excited to see Popcorn because I love this movie. And I knew it wasn't going to be Demons because you've showed that. And I was like, that was one of my other hopes because I yeah. love Demons. But I mean, Popcorn's just a fun, like Patrick said. It's a, said. It's a yeah. fun feature, yeah. especially to watch in a theater because you're watching a movie right. while they're watching a movie. Yeah. And I just like how everyone was really into it. I mean,.
0: Yeah, I know Michael Allen was super
3: I, I just like it because it, it feels like, I mean, there's also the audience aspect of seeing people watching a movie, but it just, it feels like a celebration of it. It really
1: writers, is. So.
0: And,
1: you know, um, does everyone know the story that the original director, Alan Ormsby, got fired because he was... Too busy making the fake movies.
0: Right.
6: Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: He was having
1: way too much fun. Es- and too essentially, much...
0: there's like three different directors on this, yeah. right? Yeah. It's Alan Ormsby, and then apparently Bob, the rumor is Bob Clark kind of stepped in for a minute. Really?
1: Did tell uh, the new director guy because it was shot down in Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of the benefits. I think they got a grant or something to shoot yeah. it in, in Jamaica, which is why you get a Jamaican band out of nowhere.
4: See, when, when the electricity was out in the theater, how the fuck was that band playing? Yeah.
6: I
0: know, you know, no, I know how. Oh, here we go. By the power of positivity. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but, you know, I will say, like, uh, there's a reason why. The, so now, you know, it, it was shot in Jamaica. Once you listen to the commentary, because I'm pretty sure they pointed out, and they're like, "Yeah, there's a reason why all these people are in masks." In that documentary, that's why
1: there's so many masks in the audience.
0: Because they are like, "Oh well, nobody's gonna buy this as like Middletown America."
4: <laughs> I'm like, "Oh god, with all this, uh, with all this hashish and
0: drugs." Right, right. <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I mean, I think Popcorn is, uh, it's a movie that I've always wanted to see in the theater, and sadly, again, I didn't watch this one in the theater. I would peek in, a, in and out, and I saw the whole uh, electrocution sequence. I'm yeah. like, man, that does play really well. Oh,
4: so good. <laughs> um, I definitely had so much fun watching yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Scary, uh, scary movies on the so so
6: agree.
1: <laughs> One of those, you know, I think I, I found it on tape back in like 2004 or 5. And, yeah. You yeah. know, have loved it since then and just again coming back to like seeing movies i never thought i'd see on the big screen right which is why late night House started is like yeah because i can fucking see popcorn yeah <laughs> i can
0: see popcorn
1: somebody while eating shows, popcorn somebody shows dr giggles i'll die a happy man uh, oh yeah mm-hmm. let's do that well wow. i mean the, <laughs> <laughs> um Let's I want to bring up. This is fucking movie six. Yeah. How was yeah. everyone feeling this time of day? What time did that movie start?
0: I mean, that movie started at eight
1: fourteen. Yes, eight fourteen p.m. So yeah. How was everyone feeling? Because this is. I went out to my car, basically as the end titles for Bloody. I like ran to my car. Yeah. Grabbed the can of cold brew I had in a cooler. Smart. Brought it back in <laughs> and like drank it for the. Like opening a popcorn,
0: which Pair does have coffee. Found yeah. that out.
6: Yeah,
1: but.
0: so like we did it
5: Six Flags style. Yeah, so like before yeah. before we went to the theater, we got our sandwiches from Subway. Yeah, and we got coffees, and uh, yeah. she looked. I got coffees, and, <laughs> and the cooler. Uh, I don't know if it was the coffees that helped because. You were feeling fine. I was feeling okay. Yeah. And and this was flying by really quick.
0: I I did feel like by this point, I'm like, you know, I'm not tired, and I've been up earlier, Mm -hmm. and I've been stressing out over this whole fucking thing. I think... Like, I don't see any sleepy people. I definitely saw some people that may have been under the influence get a little more wobbly. But <laughs> other than that, like, I, it seemed like everybody was like, yeah, this is flying by.
5: You know, even up to like after House. Yeah. Uh, I felt like, you know, I could even maybe do, <laughs> do one more one, movie. One <laughs> so
2: I had no coffee. I'm not a super big coffee drinker. Yeah. And I I think it was the adrenaline that kept me going because one. I was just excited for what movie is next. Right. And that was a big push for me, and I don't remember feeling sleepy at all. I did have a lot of seltzers, so I did have to keep getting up. Mm. <laughs> uh, but that was mainly in popcorn is when I started going a little harder on those. But right. in general, I mean, I was just excited because everything flew by so fast. I think it was because the movie's feature length mm. wasn't overly long. All the movies kept you interested. Yeah. And you were just excited for what was going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think the longest movie was... Like ninety-five minutes, which or no, ninety-six minutes, which was hard ticket to Hawaii. Ninety five minutes really? was the blob. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Everything else was pretty much ninety minutes or below. Like popcorn was ninety one minutes, but yeah. 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 And and it was when I was starting to book it and like time slot everything. I'm like, uh-huh dude, I, could, I, I think I could fit in eight move, movies in here because I was going to do seven Yeah. and just call it that because like most 12, you know, 12 hour marathons, I was like six probably, you know, two hour yeah, blocks. Yeah. Right. And, and then I'm like, no, I think I could do seven. And then once I blocked it out like for real and started getting the times together, I'm like, if I do 15 minute intermissions, I can fit in eight mm-hmm. and yeah, it's technically 13 hours. Like if you yeah. really break it down, because by the time you got out of the last film, it was almost one, but I kind of made the joke of like, Oh, it's one to grow on.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, at this point in the night, you got I eight was,
0: movies. Fuck off.
4: At this point <laughs> in the night, I was definitely writing, writing yeah. a high. Yeah. Um, and I
0: know. think having the movies, a secret, yeah. Also helped, right? Like, yeah, what Yana was saying was like, I don't know what's next, and I don't want to miss it, right? I mean, I had I had a feeling that the last movie may have dropouts just because of how recently it was exhibited,
6: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Which we'll get into.
4: The big thing was like, you know, not only the anticipation of what's next, right? But like, I had the mindset of, well, I've just seen Hard Ticket to fucking Hawaii, yeah. I've yeah. just seen Shogun, Shogun Assassin what else wow <laughs> <laughs> even if these next movies suck yeah. i am so happy right now
0: <laughs> yeah and i knew i i knew the last two movies had to be like weird yeah. is kind of what i was going for is like okay yeah. now people needs like a different trajectory like everything else has been not necessarily vanilla but pretty straightforward now i need to start like people are probably going to get loopy right now <laughs> It's time to start getting really fucked up. And like I said, uh, so, well, before this, so this is the part where Jeremy, like, you know, made everything a soap opera and almost made me cry. Well, you kind of did make me cry. I didn't make it
1: a soap opera, but I thought, (laughs) you know, Andy runs, this is his podcast. Late Night Grindhouse is his...
0: um, Well, it's ours.
1: No, no, no. But but you know what I mean? Like, everything is run through you. So we couldn't, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we couldn't, like...
0: I can't do I video. can't do everything though we couldn't get
1: a video you try to do everything but, but you yeah. couldn't you, get like, you are the basically we couldn't get like video of people like man you know saying nice things about you or doing this we can't compile that and like surprise right. you with it right. you'd be like what's this audio video element I know nothing of <laughs> Like <laughs> you know it is a it is Fort Knox around you so I figured the least I could I wish I had written down to what I was gonna say yeah <laughs> um I didn't.
0: Well, um, I think Nikki recorded. I thought, it. oh, yeah. good. I'm never watching <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> I started... She cut it out because, like... Well, we'll get... I'll, I'll, I'll talk about what I was thinking. But,
1: um, but it was... I just thought it was an opportunity, one, for you to... I wanted you to actually just sit down and watch a fucking movie <laughs> because you never get to do that. Right. Outside of maybe when Manuela introduced, you know, Shocker. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, I try to watch the movies on Saturday nights. But, but no, it's oh, not even that. Just
1: right. sitting down and being a part of what you've created. Yeah. And it just, wasn't even that. It was. It wasn't like, just like, enjoy yourself, like truly <laughs> treat yourself was, yeah just and it sit
4: was, down and shut the fuck shit, up yeah, yeah, just, yeah take your own
1: advice yes <laughs> exactly that's kind of what <laughs> i was thinking of it too and it was also a nice way to be like hey like this program means a lot like that's also a thing andy and this was years ago this was back in 2015 i remember yeah. um he, when there were a lot there were a lot of different like screenings kind of going on at some point. You know, when Late Night Grand House started in St. Louis, you had Tivoli doing midnight Midnight's, movies that was yeah. programmed by somebody out in LA. Right. Sometimes they would book banger shit. Um, and then you had actually Moolah very early on was doing midnight movies, but they stopped those pretty quickly. Right. Because um, I
0: remember that too. It and was like I,
1: 2007 or
0: 8 I was always, you know, I, I think I took a snooty approach and I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear a movie echo. <laughs> <laughs> I was an asshole back then. Well, I still, still am. Still are. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but he, you know, some of these like Dead Zone popped up and then there was, I think up in like North County, some people who were showing movies. Yeah. And he was kind of like, all oh, these people are like, you thought people were like moving in on yeah. the turf. And I was like, no, dude, these are younger people who come to grindhouse and they see what's going on and they want that for they
0: want a piece of the pie
1: they want that for their friends yeah. it's yeah. not it's not like they're like I'm gonna show movies and
0: everyone's gonna come it's like oh I no. want what yeah they want that community yeah feel. But yeah,
1: he he had to be told that, and I think sometimes it's nice to remind him of that too. Yeah,
0: it it is because, like, of course, you know, like I remember there's there was a time when somebody contacted me and blatantly asked me like <laughs> how I fucking program. You He's like,
4: oh, I'm too I,
1: kind I, to that.
0: Person. I want to show hard ticket to Hawaii at Tivoli. They'll let me rent it out. I'm like. Uh, cool. So then, rent it out. Dip I'm like, shit. do Good it. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you. They should be able to tell you. If they can't do it, then sorry, I'm Andy. not gonna divulge the
4: info. If you need me, if you need me to bust some kneecaps, I'll bust right.
0: some. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was such a weird email. But anyway, I don't want to harp on that. It, it, but Jeremy's right. I mean, there were there were multiple screenings happening. But like now, you know, I mean, you have a great place like Arcaden. Um or is it Arcadin? I always screwed it up. Or cotton mm-hmm. I always screw it up. It's funny because they have that fucking ad. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean they show some really banners outside yeah. in the back lot, but you know, and no offense to them, well it's different seeing it in the theater. It is. Well hell,
1: um the same weekend as the marathon, the sky view in Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And she we actually Justin 13th. Who, triple feature. Justin who left us a comment that I'll read later. Johnson? Did, yeah. Post he of did both. Don't push pause. Yes, yeah. he did both. He wow. did the Friday the Thirteenth triple feature and then came to the wow. twelve hours. God damn! And got the certificate. Just saying, slackers. Man,
6: <laughs>
0: yeah. Damn. Woo. Well, well done. Yeah, yeah. He's the MVP. Yes, he is. <laughs> but yeah, no. Jeremy got to talk, and it, it was nice to kind of like chill out for a minute. But then I felt weird. And then like then you were saying things and I'm like, well, oh God. So I thought it was cry. also uh,
1: I couldn't I couldn't figure out the seventh movie. Oh, yeah. That was part of it, too, because uh, the <laughs> clue. No clue he's say the clue.
0: Oh, oh, so movie, movie seven, seven. Yeah, this one's pretty vague. Metal le- levels reached a sequel to a popular Italian horror film sort of before it devolves into a perfect appetizer for the final film
1: so i was like is it demons 2 because demons 2 is sort of a sequel it's kind of the same thing just in an apartment building it's got some of the same actors from the first movie which a
3: lot of people thought thought demons Two. i was hearing that a lot i was i was
0: i was hoping for it but but then you get Demon 6.
3: Uh, what, what? <laughs> this movie, uh,
1: this movie uh,
3: was exactly my kind of shit, and I was actually
1: happy I was wrong. But then I thought it was, so Niles goes, no, that's not it. Because I told I was like, can I go? I think it's Demon 6. He goes, nope. And then goes, to Zombie 3 he goes, nope. And I was like. I love how Niles is like, nope.
0: I told him all the titles. He's like, I'm not going to be able to watch all these movies. Just tell me what they are. I'm like, all right, fine. Um, but I was like, don't, <laughs> don't tell me what it is. Don't act so this. confident, Niles. You Didn't had I? no fucking no, no, clue. No, no, because
1: you, you told him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew that. I thought and he was going to spill. No. And so I said, is it contamination? <laughs> and he was like, no. Ooh. I was like, or you said no. You said no. I said no. And I was like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah.
0: But you so, were so close. What is movie seven? <laughs> so movie seven is the Black Cat, and not the Fulci film, the Luigi Cozy film, as I call him, Cozy. I don't know if it's Cozy. I think it's Cozy, think it's Cozy, Cozy. technically. But, um, Mama Cozy. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think of Mama Cozy's, uh from Aldi. Uh, no, this is the Black Cat, which was recently released from Severn Films. It's also known as Demon Six, but it acts as... It, it, the film itself doesn't act as a sequel to Suspiria, but it kind of does because they're making, they're writing the f- sequel to Suspiria, even though they also recognize Suspiria and Inferno. Yeah. In a couple of comments, they're like, oh, the first two are great. Suspiria is a masterpiece, but. <laughs> Dario Argento. Yeah. And it's so weird to hear. Yeah. And then the fucking theme from Suspiria yeah. kicks in. And you're just yes. like, what? <laughs> that's that's uh-huh. when I'm like, okay, if people are worried about their brains breaking, this is probably going to be the movie yeah. to do it. Right. And, and, but they also talk about Inferno. Obviously, they don't talk about Mother of Tears because, A, it wasn't made yet. And, B, who wants to talk about that? movie? <laughs>
1: so uh, this was my only, mo- only first time watch of the marathon. Okay. Um, I had heard of it thanks to Severn putting it out and their podcast where they pimp all their yeah, titles, yeah. which got me really interested in the title. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a, it, it and
0: like I said, it was the first time watch for me. You know, I owned it whenever they put uh, like I think I picked it up after they put it out initially. And I watched it earlier this year. And when I was watching it, like it reminded me of like the Gonzo Fury of the Visitor in a weird way. Um, but I was just like, man, this movie might be pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell. I'm like, it's so weird, but I know it's going to fuck with people. So I, I just thought it was more of an interactive film. But like I watch... The first like fifteen minutes before I followed up, like I started talking to a friend that drove in from Peoria, yeah. um, Brian from Drunken Zombie, who is an old podcast friend from oh, nice. back when I was doing shit on my own in two thousand seven. But um, I watched like the first probably twenty minutes of it with everybody, mm-hmm. and like some of the the um, kind of space weird scenes that were happening. Once that kicked in and the music kicked in, because that that theme. Is so fucking good. I'm watching, I'm like, yep, this movie's amazing. (laughs) I love, I made a right choice. Yes. I was like, because I was really questioning, like, was I just maybe on one when I was watching it, and I just thought it was amazing and it's gonna flop. And then I'm watching, I'm like, no, this is exactly what I was thinking. I knew it was gonna divide some people though. It you but you said it has peaks and valleys, yeah, yeah, for Um, sure.
1: Uh, But I will never look at radar love the same way again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, And it does have peaks and valleys, but I think the same way again. I I think those peaks are just so memorable. And yeah. you can walk away and be like, "Oh yeah, you know that movie Suspiria? Well, there's this weird sequel." Yeah. And you could come away with like so many different things. And I think the last 15 to 20 minutes of the movie is a perfect companion to the last film. Yeah. But yeah, yeah Patrick, are you like I'm, going well, to buy it? Or I'm definitely buying it. Okay, right? I was going to say I'm
1: really awesome. glad yeah. you did not play the Fulci Black Cat because yeah. that movie is it's a little slow. Visual chloroform. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh, visual. I think yes. it's slow, but
1: Oh, uh, that shit puts me to sleep every time <laughs> I try to watch it. It doesn't matter the time of day. Yeah, it is just I am.
0: Well, it's out funny of when people light. were logging it; they kept putting the Fulci film. I'm like, no, it's not that mm. <laughs> one.
5: I mean, the first one that comes to my mind is the Karloff Lugosi Black Cat. Yeah, from the yeah. 30s. yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah. and that's the other funny thing is it's called the Black Cat, and it, uh, the title card says Edgar Allan Poe's The Black Cat, right. but it really There's has nothing, nothing to fucking to do, do with, it. with it. Well, it's the same with like all. the Fulci one. I right, think they were right. just
4: cashing in on the whole popularity of Edgar yeah, Allan Poe. Exactly, like they were. Ca- I mean, granted, they were cashing in on like everything in this yeah. movie.
1: Italians <laughs> cashing in on something, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Demon Six, you said? Demon Six, <laughs> which
4: I think this was like the only holdout of like yeah. stateside releases for the knockoff demons. Movies. Yeah, yeah. May I ask what was demons five?
0: Um, was it the church? No. Ooh. There's got to be a list on Letterman. Oh, there's okay. definitely. I know. Okay. I know. Joe we Bob did a rant to. on it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, it's hard for me to keep no, that's up because I know. I know you had that
1: was on the original uh, drive-in. Yeah, yeah cause cause
0: you had like special. the
4: church. You had um, the ogre. Well, the, yeah, yeah, demons. Yeah. Three. Demons, the ogre, there's like two different demons. Three. Yeah. Black demons. It gets yeah. so confusing,
0: Ooh. but yeah, I was just I was super stoked to show something that I knew would be probably eighty to maybe. Ninety percent, right. which new as a
4: watch as a part of the you know three mothers trilogy, right? This is definitely better than Mother of TV, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, that, in a perfect world, you you could watch Suspiria, Inferno,
4: and then the Black Cat, Demon Six, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Patrick, was this the movie you didn't know you needed? Ex- yeah, seriously, <laughs> like this is
3: like everything about this movie. I mean, from just like the weird what the fuckery of referencing. Like he was saying, referencing Inferno and Suspiria, then playing the theme from yeah. Suspiria, and then just getting like fucking weird with like the the dark green lighting and like it's it's like this kind of cheap not cheap but just kind of like homemade haunted house aesthetic with like the fog yes. and green and then like a weird fucking yeah. witch that is just like and you'll never
6: I'm be me I'm just, yes. like, you know,
1: I'm just like eating it up like this is what awesome. it's kind of reminded me of was some Indonesian
0: films 100% um, yeah okay. very
1: much like Lady Terminator Dangerous Seductress where it's like well we've got um fog, we got fog Uh, well I just are, we have like Lights and we have fog. What yeah. can we do? What can <laughs> we do? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I just like that it's a fairy tale going on an acid trip. By the by, the end of it, right? It's right, like, yeah. yeah, you can talk about the superior element and all that stuff, but like when it starts to really get into the meat of the story, it's just like, oh, this is like a witch tale. It's a fairy tale, mm-hmm. but it's just really fucked up in a weird lens. What What was know?
4: that movie released by Mondo Macabro or the Mystics of Bali? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is so much like that. It, movie. It's very it, similar yes. in a
0: tone. Yeah. yeah, and and like Jeremy was saying, Even it the does look feel of the
4: witch 100%. and everything. One hundred percent,
0: and. and the Indonesian, like, it, it definitely is more of a European film, and it it, it highlights some of the best things about European film, right. how weird it can get. There's, like, really no restrictions.
4: And if there's any question why I love Italian. Right. <laughs> yeah. I,
6: mean,
4: oh, no, I was like, uh, Roger's like a pig in shit right yeah. now. Like,
0: <laughs> and this double feature, I forgot to mention, it, it went under couple of different names but pretty much the same yeah. name uh, I I think I simply had it as what the fuck is happening right. yeah. and then I also I, I think I censored it and I'm like what is happening meow meow
4: <laughs> yeah Yeah, because when this movie started I'm like okay I've seen this before yeah I know I've seen this before what the fuck is it hold right. on what the fuck is it what? <laughs> and then it says Edgar Allen Post black cat I'm like what the, What? No, that's not the Fulci one What Oh shit it's Demon Six. (laughs) Demon Six. Fuck I love you, Andy. uh, Yeah, I love that there was at least one person
0: in the audience that's like, Holy shit, it's Demon Six. (laughs) (laughs) Like this
3: this was one like I could honestly see myself breaking this out for October. Oh just yeah, because the the atmosphere. No, it it, and it's so like, fucking
0: good. Yeah. I would love to do like a four D gimmick version where we just pump in fog in the backyard. Yeah,
3: just like an
1: <laughs> animatronic witch. Come out. It, <laughs> it even kind
0: of like. Uh,
1: vaca- has anyone seen Vacation of Terror too? No, um, <laughs> um, that's a Mexican film, but it's got like a witch.
0: Oh in wait, it. is that that's not the one we watched? Maybe. Um, um, at did you uh, watch it uh, at the comic shop?
1: no that that's was a different El filo del terror uh, was the i, and edge of I terror. apologize um, i
0: knew terror was in the name sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> no but that's a whole nother thing there's like these two movies with witches but yeah just f- visually like you know i was kind of getting his like oh it's like indonesian and it's like kind of some of the mexican films that were going on at the same time i dug i dug it uh i like luigi Kazi. Even when he's making half a movie for canon, like, you and know, he's a crapshoot, much like
0: Damato. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think he's maybe got a better batting average than Damato. It really depends on you know what you what <laughs> what you think are good films from Damato. I think he's got a few, um, mm-hmm. but you know, Kazi's pretty much the same thing. Like, yeah. he can he can do it. Like, I mean, it's still kind of not absurdist, but it's nonsensical mm-hmm. but there's something that works when he stitches some stuff together it's like man this plays like gamebusters though it doesn't make a lick of fucking sense on yeah. paper yeah. but it it just works because it's more of a cinematic experience it's it's a journey you're taking with this fucking madman and that's what i love and i mean again the last 15 to 20 minutes i think are just like a perfect appetizer to the final film mm-hmm. which is house and which I'd
1: like to point out with this pairing, I got a text from a friend today who lives out of state who actually will be featured on the show soon. Okay.
0: Yes. Uh very soon. Yeah. Because the movie's coming out soon. I know. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: anyways, it's uh a friend who I started going to Late Night Grindhouse with who told me about Late Night Grindhouse. Like, hey, some motherfucker showing Evil Dead at high point. Um said that black hat feels very much like 80s Italian version of house suit
0: (laughs) so I'm glad I'm not alone and that was quite honestly the double feature that I was most excited about Uh but of course like the wind got taken out of my sails just a little bit because Paul Hibbard who is a local filmmaker here in St. Louis Went and booked house you with Arcaden, and, and yeah, I'm like, you can't. But be, it was two weeks before, and I'm like, and you, it was
1: a benefit for Tenth Life, which is
0: yeah. And it's like, shelter. I'm not gonna get you mad can. at
2: you that. for
1: um, yeah.
0: special
2: needs cats. Yeah,
0: you can't get like. Oh, I'm, I'm I wasn't mad, but yeah. I was like, oh man, I hope nobody. You know what I was worried about it was like people, people were gonna do both. Oh fucking! I just saw this two weeks ago, and, and that's what I was expecting. Different was, experience. Was different was nice. experience. Cause I, like
2: being outside seeing it versus being in a theater. I feel like is a completely different like and i i honestly wanted to do both but yeah i didn't get a chance to make it down just because i wanted to i just don't need right. shelter right but yeah. i i like seeing it in a theater and i'd never seen black cat oh, okay. at all so going into that like when you said it's the perfect transition you are 100 correct because like the wackiness at the end of black cat it's just, so it is like It almost feels like the, the same fuck? movie for a second. <laughs> no, it does. You, I, I kind of wonder if he drew inspiration from Haosu. And I mean, I know I feel like a lot more Japanese films were shown in other countries before the U.S. anyway, so I mm-hmm. can easily see that happening. But going from one to the other, the lights, the craziness, like all the shit that happens in Black Cat, yeah. then going straight into Haosu, it's just like, whoa, this is a seamless like transition right. movie-wise. Right, right.
0: No, I mean, I, I I always wanted to show Houseu. I, I think you didn't watch it with me at Webster, did you? No, I couldn't oh, okay. make it to that. I watched, I watched it on
1: my own, like at home. Yeah, yeah, and I've uh, seen it I at home, but I think it at the Moolah Bar. Okay, we did. Oh,
0: what did we
4: play with it? I don't remember. I think we did House and House. Oh. <laughs> Tale of two houses. Yeah. I
0: like it. What
4: I know the Italians and the Japanese have a very close relationship like right. movie wise. Right. Because I mean uh a lot of the spaghetti westerns pulled from the Japanese cinema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I could actually see House playing a, a, a role in Black Cat. Yeah. Because I mean, like in nineteen eighty three the number two movie in Japan was Cannibal or, Holocaust. Or
6: Cannibal Holocaust.
4: <laughs> it, was, it was fucking E.T. Wait, what? And Cannibal Holocaust. Wow. No. Yes. E.T. and Cannibal
0: Holocaust? Yes. Holy shit.
4: I don't think I ever knew that. That sounds like a good time.
1: But So that's going to be on the next uh, marathon,
0: right? Oh, E.T. and... Oh, Jesus
4: Christ. No, you need, be, you need to find an Italian ripoff of E.T. <laughs> oh, I'm... Uh, there's,
0: oh, there is. There, there, yeah, there there's is plenty. One. Yeah. I'll just show extra. It's fine.
4: Yeah. <laughs> play, play Nuki. Yeah. Play Nuki. Mac and me. I mean, it's not Italian, but I mean, who doesn't love Mac and me? Yeah, yeah.
0: Who doesn't He's love Mac has got the like in it, right? I, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's in that one clip. Um, but no I mean like I, I was I figured I would end it off with a banner and probably one that wasn't as new to people I thought it was a good balance like okay y- maybe most of you haven't seen the black cat but I guarantee you've heard of house Yeah. if you've never seen it before but I also like I said it just pairs so well with the black cat I'm like I, I gotta and I've always wanted to show it in general anyway because I love that movie and I know there there's definitely some attendees that were like, when are you going to show house? I'm like, I'd love to. Wink. So wink, wink. It was nice to finally kind of come through and yeah. be like, yeah, I'm going to finally show this movie, but you're not going to know about it. Until it I shows. think if you showed
5: it solo, it would have done. Well.
0: I think so, too. Oh. I, I I, do think that as well. But I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I feel like. It's fine to have a couple of those movies that people know about or have seen before in the marathon because then they know like if you're just talking mainstream like, well, I got to see these three cult films and then five other shitty movies or something.
5: I think one of the bummers of like not knowing the movie until it starts is I always liked when you ask the audience if they've seen the movie and I would have been kind of curious to see how many people. Who were still there? Yeah, which I think we had what about seventy. People? So
0: yeah, and I, that that is a question that I'll answer
5: um, <laughs> after after we check <laughs> about them. Uh, but I would have liked to have known like how many people had who were still there had not seen House.
0: I I don't know, and I, I mean I do wish that there was. But Some way to get the analytics of that. Like, everyone
5: was really excited when when that yeah
0: that, yeah when
5: yeah. That, those words are spoken. Oh, And it's such a great intro. Everyone got very excited.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just felt bad because I knew there were definitely people that got to see it before, and I'm like, you know what? It is a, like Yana said. It's, it's a different experience. Such
1: a. It's not like oh fuck, you're showing you know Dream Warriors right or and not to like diss on that, but you're not showing Night of the Living Dead right or
0: but also. So it was like, oh, well, if people really, yeah, (laughs) if people really have a problem with it, this is their opportunity to like walk out and be like, oh, I can call it early.
3: Yeah. That was, uh, that was my first time watch. Oh, wow. Wow, What did you, what did you think? Wow. I, I, I liked it. I think I, I don't know if it was. Maybe that was when the sleepiness was kicking in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely I, I, for
1: Black I, Cat kicking in for me.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I, because to give you some time frame, Black Cat started right before 10. Uh-huh. So House started at 11.26, uh, which I thought was appropriate for yeah, the movie.
3: But I definitely want to, I'd like to watch it again. But there's, I think at that point, you know... That it's such a it's such an energetic movie uh-huh. that I was just like I don't feel like I'm here right now I don't know if like if my mood is there right
1: now. right you well and the, yeah the beginning is so like with all the yeah. happy and you're know, like ah yeah <laughs>
3: very very whimsical yeah, yeah that's very that,
4: whimsical yeah
3: that's the best word for it I think I, I still I really admired it though just because it's so creative and. But yeah, I'd like to. I'd definitely I
0: definitely like to. I watch think of
3: it, it as like
5: a live action Scooby
3: Doo.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. But it gets way bizarre. Um, I still, funny story, and nobody can agree with me, and nobody probably will. But I still agree that uh, even though I love the Poltergeist score, I feel it he- heavily borrows from the melody from House. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> and like once I heard the first iteration of that melody, I'm like, man, that's. It sounds like Poltergeist. I will never get it out of yeah. my head, okay. even though I yeah. love the Poltergeist score so much. <laughs> but watching it in the theater, you know, again, this was the other film that I got to watch front to back. And I'm like, man, I, I, Yana and I, kind of, well, you kind of mentioned it, I think, in the Discord. I definitely kind of teared up and I had multiple emotions going on. Number one, you know, I'm still kind of reeling from Jeremy pulling the rug on me. Uh, out get ready. It's me. gonna get worse. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, like uh, a lot of thoughts came through my head, a lot of personal stuff, um, and then also it was just like, holy shit, man, this is the last movie. Yeah. I think I did it. I think you, I did all right. You.
1: you <laughs> the fact that people are still, yeah. You, I I don't know how to say like you more than did it. I know. For I was years, worried. You were worried people wouldn't show up to a oh, secret God, no. screening.
0: I was like, who's going to pay $40 th- for this? <laughs> there were because talks
1: <laughs> back in the High Point days, I know, you know, kind of shooting the shit where you'd be like, well, what if we do this? And some people were like, well, I," but you've developed such an audience that they will, they do trust you. They trust your taste. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> back then, though, it was still, I think, ris- risky. Oh, yeah. People were like, well, if I don't know, I'm not going to show up. Right. It was also a you know, <laughs> I mean, high point days, maybe it's personally we're just very drunk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say the high point era definitely High point day was more soaked like
1: in what booze. grindhouse used to be. Right, right. Which everybody likes and to pretend is
0: Again, that is that is something that I do miss is that little aspect of like some some I wouldn't say danger, but like naughtiness riskiness I I don't know how to really but you're right it was like oh shit you know we could get a whole bunch of rowdy people and if they get rowdy then, like, people are going to threaten them, and, I don't know, like, I do miss kind of the dicey situations of the High Point sometimes. You can always buy St. Uh, Andrews. But it's also <laughs> the reason why I came up with the shut yeah. the fuck, yeah. Yeah, It's also the reason why I came with the shut the fuck up um, campaign.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> House got me as well on this viewing, That was just really sad.
0: Yeah, it is kind of a sad. Oh, I mean, yeah, it yeah. was the movie, and then it was just like, oh, shit, this, this actually happened, and it was successful, and you know, maybe we can do another one that it was, it was, you know, it was nice seeing house on the big screen and I enjoyed the yeah. movie, but it was also like this kind of perfect culmination of like, wow, people spent $40 to watch eight movies and I'm ending with house, which is this lit- like fucking visual mindfuck yeah. from 1977. And I'm like, this is cool. This is this is kind of what I want is like people to come see a weird movie. Baby's Day Out. (laughs) Yeah, Baby's Day Out. (laughs) But yeah. Did you anybody else have any thoughts?
2: I was going to say I thought it was the perfect way to end it. Like Jeremy said, I mean, it is a sad movie. But at the same time, it's just like that. Everyone stayed, you know, everyone came to it. And it was just I felt like it was a perfect ending in a way. Yeah. Yes, we watched a batshit crazy movie together. And it just had this feeling of, like, this good closure. Hey, this was a very successful day. But not just that, but just, like, watching that with people who love the same thing. Right. I think it was that mixed emotions. And seeing the crowd react, like, when the title card rolled till the ending credits. Yeah. As well.
0: Yeah. And I mean, uh, in some of the questions for Discord, I, I know you know Doug Wicker asked how many people completed the marathon. Here's how many people. How many tickets were sold? Were 119, which is insane because that leaves 11 seats. We had two people in the front row, yeah, which is I can't even imagine. But yeah, we had we had 11 seats available to sell, but obviously, like 10 or 12 of those seats were the very front, front row, row. Yeah. so it was just like, holy shit, we did, we did all right. Um, but yeah, out of uh, those 119 78 people completed the marathon, and when I mean complete the marathon, they were there from the beginning, which is why yeah. we had the wristbands. We handed out the wristbands right before the first movie. And then if you had the wristband, you got a certificate at the end uh, calling you a cinemaniac. What about those kids that try to sneak in? Oh, that was funny. (laughs) Yeah, we had a couple of kids. uh, We had a couple of kids try to sneak in. One, I mean, one was like one group of kids. I don't think they were going to do it because they saw all the people that were standing there and they were like, ah, we shouldn't do this. But then there was this one dude who like bit the bullet and was like, I'm going to go in. He's like, oh, the... The movie start I'm like, what movie? He's like, it's a movie in there. I'm like, which movie? <laughs> He's like, uh, 12 hour I'm like, marathon, it's a 12 hour <laughs> marathon, bud. I don't think you're supposed to be here. <laughs> he just walked away. I mean, <laughs> respect for the uh, yeah, I, I was him. like, you know what? Like, part of me kind of wishes he would have asked later, don't like mean, during the just black
1: Gotta walk in, like you own it, like- but right.
0: but yeah, if he would have asked later, like Black Cat. I'd be mean, like, yeah, go the fuck in, enjoy, yeah. enjoy, fucker, <laughs> enjoy what you're about to try to make sense of for the rest of your goddamn it probably life. Probably could have changed his entire life. <laughs> yeah, it could have, and you know, it, it was I'm fun- never going to the theater again. Yeah, it was funny because I did literally think about that in house. I'm like, man, wouldn't it have been cool to be a kid to like sneak in a 12 hour marathon at the last <laughs> bit and just be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and yeah, yeah who knows? Maybe they would have came back, but regardless they didn't pay so fuck them (laughs) Uh, but yeah uh, thanks Doug for that question Um, Logan uh, dash exe on uh, discord asked were there any runner up films you wanted to include but couldn't one reason or or another Um,
1: lady terminator yeah
0: I mean I would love to show lady terminator again but the rights are uh, the rights are fine the elements are not there
4: what's what's wrong with a little grit uh, it's Grindhouse well, just well, it. we'll just, no boy, the ability DVD, to show it. Well, I got the DVD Yeah, well, <laughs> you got so many DVDs
1: in
0: this room trust me uh, you don't want to see a DVD projected on the big screen well, well, <laughs> bullshit try me
4: yes.
0: <laughs> uh, it, well it's technically been done before I guess but um, I I find that my quality control would not allow that <laughs> because I was having issues with Shogun Assassin in the lower right hand corner I swear to god it was picked (laughs) on the on the credits i'm like oh god it's all wrong um ellen morlock asked how many different companies did i have to work with uh technically i think it was five i'm not going to mention all the companies but agfa helped us out on three of the movies i've already told you synapse uh for popcorn um yeah and you know obviously we dealt with sony for the blob but yeah, the other companies, you know, I, I really appreciate it. everybody was pretty, pretty reasonable on like, hey, I'm trying to do a 12 hour marathon. Please don't charge me out the ass for this. Wasn't it Janice? Yeah. So uh, I had to work with Janice for uh, Shogun Assassin and House. Um, house. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, you can figure it out. There's only one company I'm omitting just because they kind of want to keep in the dark. Uh, but they are a professional company. Was it's, that a hint?
1: It's oh, just Was it
6: no, Dark Forces? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I know who. Yeah. Oh,
0: I do know the company. Wait, is Acfam? No.
1: I'll have to think about it. Never mind. The,
0: the only movie I licensed through them was Demon 6, The Black Cat. So. Um, But I've worked with them numerous times, especially in the high point days with MGM titles. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, about five different companies and they were all pretty cool. You know, there there is definitely one company that charged me a little more, but... um, It was all, that was the other thing that I was trying to figure out. I'm like, oh, I want to do a 12, saying you want to do a 12 hour marathon and budgeting for a 12 hour marathon, completely different because you can pick these movies, but then you go ask for the terms and maybe they don't fit.
1: Yeah. But this is also something in some ways is unique to you is you are legit. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying a lot of these marathons and sometimes there's a reason they have secret um, movies too yeah (laughs) you know don't bother to track down their rights to show them right they just
0: show them
2: yeah and that's happened here in st louis yeah yep i know a theater that did that with a couple movies yeah yeah. Not going to mention things? But, no, 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 no. Uh, no.
0: Yeah. It's... But, you know, I mean, yeah, I try to be legit. I, there was a time with Late Night Greenhouse that, you know, there were definitely a couple of titles that we could not find the rights and we we're just like, keep a log, you know. And if somebody comes knocking, we'll give them their cut. But
4: Yeah, but There's Dawn of the here. Dead is just right out.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> that's probably never going to get shown again, to be honest with you. <laughs> but um yeah i mean i, I try to keep everything well, legitimate a secret movie on this thing now <laughs> but i know i i want to say there was one person that was like is it all a secret because you're not getting the licensing i'm like what the fuck are you talking about and it was some somebody I've never talked to before they just yeah. sent me a private message i'm like no but jeremy brings up a good point there are times when you'll see marathons and there's like oh a secret movie mystery sometimes it's legitimate most of the time it's not they can't yeah. advertise for it because they don't have the rights but they sneak it in and that's usually the one when somebody says you know like oh nobody talk about this when you see it just you know keep just it private just get stitches <laughs> yes yeah, just get stitches but um yeah it was it was uh, all the companies seemed to work well uh together jordan star crash uh, on instagram asked To please do another. I was sick and had to leave very early, which I saw him early on in the marathon, but I did not see him later. So that explains it. Doing too hot. No, I I know he was a little tipsy or hungover. I don't know. He was burning the candle. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. That's that's part of the grindhouse crew. Uh,
1: Oh, I knew. I was like, no, um,
0: I'm gonna screw up the name on Instagram, but (sighs) Fogletarian. I'm going to go with, Uh um, how easy slash difficult was it to convince Marcus to let you do such an unusual event? And I I think I kind of mentioned that earlier. It was relatively easy. They were just like 12 hour marathon, sign us up. And I'm like, cool. Um, so honestly, they were probably the easiest aspect of this whole thing. I think they're just happy to have something to show. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think, well, look the, the audience, I like to think that our late night g- grindhouse audience is really great to the bar, mm-hmm. not only in just buying product, but also in tipping. Mm-hmm. And we they probably do decent amount of sales in concession. I don't take a cut whatsoever on concessions or bar or anything. That's mm-hmm. not my deal. Right. You know, I, the, the movie has, like the theater has to make money. And obviously, like, you know, 119 people in one auditorium throughout the day, I don't know if that's good or bad for him. I knew that was a risk, but quite honestly, Marcus was totally like Marcus theaters were totally great with it. Thank you, Nicole for allowing me to do this. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, Justin, the MVP that we were talking about, who did the Friday the 13th part one through three, and then the 12 hour marathon, he asked, will this become a yearly tradition? It was such a blast. I just got my certification framed. Uh, so the good news is, you know, once we were nearing the end, I was like, Hey, can I do late night Grand House Turns 13 and maybe like be a little more planned now that, you know, in, instead of like four months or really three months of hardcore planning? Three months. <laughs> um, maybe, you know, I have a year I can like maybe have more merchandise and like stuff because There's I. There's
1: no maybe on that. Okay.
0: No, no, it's definitely happening Take because that out I of your definitely mouth. want. To have like shirts that commemorate, and I might still get T-shirts made for the Late Night Grand House turns twelve. Too late. Uh, well, Jeremy says too late. <laughs> Never mind. If you want them, hit us up on uh, Instagram. Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> or if you our want social them. media or Discord. Um, But yeah, I mean, I would love to do more stuff. And uh, so we started talking about it. And I'm like, okay, Late Night Grand House turns thirteen. Do a thirteen-hour marathon. Essentially, the same thing. Eight movies, right? And I'm like, well, let's see what May 14th is on. It's probably on a Sunday. Oh, it is. But the 13th is on a Saturday. So May 13th, I think, mm, is uh, 2023. 2. Okay. The, uh, Marcus theaters already said I had it. So hell yeah, dude. So I mean, I think we can keep going, but I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> but honestly, we, we're I'm already like thinking, okay, what can we do better? You know, there's a lot of stuff that unfortunately, like for the budget didn't work out, but we're working on it. it it's, it's all stuff to iron out. It's also hard to did, do all that shit in three months. So, everyone,
1: you did an amazing job. Well, thank yeah. you. From execution f- for the time for, and I'm, I'm not trying to like, quote, you know, but in the time frame, you fucking. Did a miracle. Well, like, thanks.
2: I mean, he killed it. Like, yeah. like, all the movies
0: shown.
1: Everyone's super happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like. like, and that's all I really cared about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, hopefully people come out recommending a movie to other people. Hopefully everybody liked the majority of movies. I figured The Black Cat would probably be the divisive one. Um, but honestly, I also thought Bloody Birthday would be a little more divisive than it was, and people walked away and said, that was the gem of the whole thing. I don't think it just stops at
5: Late Night Grindhouse, though, because I think it's like every show you guys do is amazing. Oh. And...
0: Well, everything, also, we, do uh, everything
5: we do is amazing. Everything yeah. we do is amazing.
0: And Horror Trivia Jeez. Night, on
5: top of it, is Jeez. is a blast. Well,
0: and that's... that's no, no. no, it's a lot of fun, Jeremy. I mean, we no, put I ourselves through the rainer, but... <laughs> you know like that's uh, that's the other awesome thing because I'm thinking oh fuck yeah Horror Trivia Night would have probably happened if it wasn't for Jeremy who I met through Late Night Grindhouse so yeah everything pretty much you know comes back to Late Night Grindhouse it does it. and yeah, it it's does. like you
1: you, you would have done one yeah. <laughs> probably like, Andy announced the Horror Trivia Night he announced it and I was like do you need help? And he was like, "Well," I was like, "Oh fuck, you need help."
6: <laughs> and here I am.
3: Yeah. And now I've roped him in on it. I, the the marathon was awesome. I mean, but I mean, I just I love celebrating it with you because you know not only just you know bringing us together, but also just it feels like every late night grindhouse is like a reunion, and it's like yeah, oh, this is like the one thing I can count on where. All my favorite people are going to be there every single time, and it's yeah. like, you know, if it, it was, it, it's always so fun. It was
0: nice seeing some people like that I haven't seen. Yeah, same.
3: Time. There, there were some that I, I hadn't seen showed up show up in a while, and yeah, it was it was a blast. Yeah, and and it was sorry, and it was fun being able to all sit in the same row. Oh I yeah, I really love that. Yeah, so.
6: That was my idea.
2: It was
3: your idea. It wasn't. It (laughs) was a great (laughs) idea.
2: Because it's like hanging out with friends, like watching movies with your friends that you and, you know, like. If it weren't for Late Night Greenhouse, I wouldn't have met everyone here and yeah. made friends. Yeah. And I've right. made so many more friends outside of that because there's so many awesome people who love the same thing. And you all come together and hang out and watch these movies you enjoy and hang out with your, you know, hang out with these really cool people and yeah. you discover new things, new people. And I love that aspect of it because it really, like Patrick said, it's like a reunion of friends. You all get together each month, hang out. You know everyone's gonna be there. And like Jeremy's idea of sitting in the same row was awesome because we were all there. We could all kind of like look at each other, gauge reactions, you know, hanging out. And it was just amazing.
0: Yeah. And I mean, for hands brewing, uh, I, I always wanna thank them for sponsoring all of our events. Um, the record space also came and vended and kind of like filled the hole that the nightmare shop, you know, yeah. left behind. Also, like I thought it was kind of an unsung hero was Glamgoria, because she came out, and she was like, hey, I can make some hand sanitizer things. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, that's a good idea. And she's like, just (laughs) hand them out, because we were going to do... That shit smells so good, too. Oh, it does. (laughs) We were going to do goodie bags originally, and we just kind of ran out of time, honestly. And it was like, well, she made all the hand satanizers is what she nah. called them. I'm like, oh, that's clever. And yeah, and, and they also smelled really fucking good. So please check out Glamgoria. She's on um, Instagram. She's got, I think, Glamgoria.com is her website, mm-hmm. too, where you can order everything.
2: Her body, her sugar body scrub is mm-hmm. amazing. And like, I love her bath bombs. Those are my favorite thing in the world. And the cats also like watching them.
0: Yeah. And it, it, I think also it was not nice having the record space there because they had all the memorabilia we had messed up puzzles set up and, yeah. and it was nice for people to come out of the intermission maybe they didn't need to go pee or anything they just like I need to stretch my legs and they, they were able to look through vinyl and masks and all this other stuff it, it is something that I think some people missed um, so it was nice having them um, we'll probably do some more stuff where they get to bend but um, yeah Uh, Tammy T. Moore from Facebook said do it again lol I will Tammy next year Uh, Sophie Stone um, who is also on our Discord Uh, discussion on eight films would be cool to get your guys' insight. Well, hopefully we all did that. Yeah. I think that's pretty much all the comments that we got, so any final thoughts? Uh, 12 years. 12 years, it happened. Think about that. You've been
5: doing this for 12 years. Freaks and Geeks only lasted one
6: season. (laughs) You've been doing
1: it for 12 12 years.
5: That's pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, wait, I have a question. Mr. Burns, your campaign has the sensation (laughs) of a runaway train. Why are you
0: so popular? <laughs> very nice. Um no, I mean I, I'm obviously very super appreciative of everybody at this table. Um Rin, thank you for helping with the uh merch. Thank you, Nikki my girlfriend who helped also with the merch and made cute bracelets, which you can go on our Instagram at the story of the brain. If you want one, she can make a custom one for you. We will also, uh, for St. Louisans will be at the punk rock flea market at four hands on June 5th. On Sunday, we'll it's have
1: 11 to 6 PM. Yeah. 11 to 6
0: yeah. So, uh, you got plenty of time. You can, if you didn't pick up a late night greenhouse shirt, we have a few left. Um, we're going to try to keep those in stock, but they might just come in waves. Just FYI. So if you want one, you didn't get one. Maybe you were gone, out of town, um, or maybe you didn't have the money. Bring your monies. They're twenty bucks, and uh, we'll have them on site. And we'll have destroy the brain enamel pins. I have a
4: perfect uh, vest for one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we. I, I'm also uh, probably doing a spring cleaning of my collection as a whole, so I'll have some stuff for sale. We'll post some. There it might on. be
1: some relics from yours truly as well.
0: Oh. We'll post a full list. Oh uh, formats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be determined.
0: Yeah, I think I got vinyl VHS DVD Blu-ray. <laughs> VHS DVD. <laughs>
4: yeah, I've got several boxes in my basement. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Oh, it, it's God, like maybe. this whole week I,
0: I have like chores to do. I'm <laughs> trying to clean out the basement. I found like Old Hobo the Shotgun posters that I'll probably be giving away. Old Lena Greenhouse like Friday thirteenth. The final chapter and oh, cat in the brain yeah. posters that J uh, that Caleb did Caleb, for a long yeah. time ago. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I plan to have some of that stuff. Just, you know, I think that stuff I'm going to give away for free, but uh, there will probably be DVDs, movies, and movie memorabilia that I'll have for sale just because it needs to go. Um, What's June's late night greenhouse? June's late night greenhouse oh, is Ooh, the Toxic what? Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was only a matter of time before we visited Troma. Phil and it only took 12 years to do I, it I'm so excited. We walked there. We walked to Tromaville, New Jersey <laughs> but yeah, I'm super stoked. this is obviously one that I got very close to booking that during the high point days but it just kind of fell through. I'm happy to be showing it I you know look it's a classic in in our little subgenre. Cult films, grindhouse type of films that fits the aesthetic. Uh, That is June 24th, 25th, 10 p.m. at the pair. We didn't move. Come on. Come on back. Come on. Don't be shy. <laughs> Come on, girl.
4: So before the movie, could you like show clips from the cartoon?
0: Maybe well, a trailer for the yeah, for the yeah. for the toys. Uh, I mean That would be great. I would love to get with Macon and see if like, hey, when you guys plan on releasing a trailer for the remake. Right. Gross. yeah Because that was a bygone That's era
4: where they were gross. making like stuff for oh, kids yeah. that were no. grossly inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> I think I remember I, having I a, had color a book. book.
0: There may be the even an bad appearance guy's name from Toxie himself coming. Oh. What? Ooh. Ooh. Excuse me? <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> yeah, that might be happening. Nice. I'll, I'll let everybody know once it's finalized.
1: Yeah. But um, Also, July 28th, next oh, yeah. Horror Trivia Night Hell at the yeah. Anchor, 8 p.m. You can register online at <laughs> horortrivianight.com. That is correct. Uh, And it's $10 per team.
0: Yeah, and you can have up to five players, so that's two bucks per person.
1: Yeah. But I might go down to four
0: people, we'll see. Oh, that's really? off mic uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, we'll figure yeah. it out. Okay. But uh, yeah, if you want to know anything that we're doing, we're pretty pretty active on social media. More more active on social media than the website. Uh, go to Twitter at DTB horror, Instagram, destroy the brain. Also, again, our Discord server. Uh, we have plenty of people. Discord dot destroythebrain.com. Buy a bag go home in a box <laughs> is that really James Earl yeah. Jones I hope so somebody mentioned that and I'm like oh, I think it, it might be huh? but I don't know what if
1: it's his dad who was in um oh, too. Right. Yeah. I always That's
0: thought Don Fontaine kind of had that voice too Okay, nobody knows what I'm know. talking about. <laughs> no, I
1: know the trailer. I don't know if it's James Old Yeah,
0: uh, we'll have to figure it out. But um, yeah, follow us on the socials. Uh, visit the website, destroythebrain.com. Um, we also have another podcast called Battle of the Boutiques. Uh, hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, we'll have the latest episode, which is Boarding House versus Savage Harvest. We go into shot on video territory. Um, oh, so
1: V, V, Yeah.
0: So it's like uh, it's boutique labels against boutique boutique. boutique labels. It's basically vinegar syndrome offshoots of Saturn's Core versus Agfa. Um, It's kind of, you know, it's interesting to hear because Boarding House, had that Blu-ray has the 35 millimeter scan, like the print scan. uh It plays better, just FYI. Um, But yeah, I would recommend listening to that hopefully that is out now so I'm not eating my own face or whatever that term is (laughs) Um, where can people find you Jeremy Jones
1: Uh, Instagram letterbox
0: you want to tell your handle
1: vaccinatedcambled on on Instagram Bonesy on letterbox
0: okay Josh
5: you can find me on letterbox at joshinator1989 okay Patrick
3: Instagram at Skywalker. letterbox at Vatican Skywalker, I think.
0: Notice nobody's mentioning Skywalker. Right? Or just 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 look up
3: Patrick Ork. <laughs> find me.
4: Roger. I am on Instagram as Roger Van Gool. And if you <laughs> understand that reference, kudos to you. Hint, Scooby Doo. You win. <laughs> Yana?
2: I'm on Letterboxd, Twitter as LunaMaria87, and Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna.
0: Nice. And you can find me on Letterboxd Instagram and Twitter at Treefy T-R-I-E-F-Y. Again, please follow all of our socials. If you didn't catch all of that, don't worry. It's in the show notes. We'll keep everything easy and clickable along with the Letterboxd list that Josh put together of all the Late Night Greenhouse shows. We'll even put in... Uh, letterbox of uh the 12 hour marathon as well because i know doug made one i think a couple of people made one yeah you made one and yeah so there's it's plenty out there but thank you guys very much for listening to episode 81 and we hope to be back in your ear holes in a couple of weeks with another episode that i don't know what we're gonna cover but how about mm-hmm. this how about we leave you with the theme from the black cat Otherwise known as Demon Six. Oh, I love this! All right, thank you guys very much. Thank you for attending Lena at Grandhouse turns twelve. If you did, and hopefully you got more insight on it. I don't know. Hopefully you enjoyed this. If you weren't in St. Louis, sorry. Come back next year, or come come, come to St. Louis. Year, yeah, yeah, come to tonight. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Adios. Goodbye.